This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, May 6th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the school district of Philadelphia is launching a new security measure that some parents might consider controversial. Middle school and elementary school students will undergo weapon screenings beginning next week. Chief Kevin Bethel from the Office of School Safety says for years now, they've had metal detectors installed at all the high schools in the district to screen for guns and other weapons. But it was only until recently that weapons began surfacing at elementary and middle schools. So beginning next week, the district will use uh, hand wands or metal detectors to scan all 6th through 8th graders at least once before the end of the school year. According to a letter sent to parents, the scans will be conducted randomly at schools by school safety officers in the presence of at least one school leader. Most parents seem to be supportive of the move, but some critics, critics argue that this is over-policing that continues to criminal, criminalize children. If a student is found to have a weapon, they will be detained and referred to Philadelphia police. SEPTA is addressing safety concerns on their transportation system by adding new personnel from security firms to act as extra eyes and ears for SEPTA transit police. The new SEPTA outreach service program was approved by SEPTA back, uh, SEPTA's board back in February. SEPTA general manager Leslie Richard says SEPTA partnered with three security firms to staff the program. Combined, there will be 88 specialists who will be assigned to stations and vehicles along Broad Street and Market Frankfurt lines. Uh, They will also be present at the concourses in Center City. Outreach specialists will uh, remind riders about the rules for riding SEPTA vehicles and will be equipped with phones in order to facilitate direct contact with SEPTA Transit Police. The specialists will also take over the responsibility of opening and closing the stations, allowing police officers to conduct more patrols during the overnight hours. Well, you know they have air marshals because they have bus marshals. (laughs) That's like pretty much what this is. The new addition comes after a recent string of violent attacks on SEPTA vehicles and properties. SEPTA safety took uh, center stage at the Philadelphia City Council budget meeting earlier this week as officials try to rebuild public confidence in the nation's sixth largest transit system. In addition to the new outreach workers, SEPTA is also working to staff eight new positions for a virtual patrol center to watch the 30,000 SEPTA cameras. Those positions will help to make sure the patrol officers are dispatched to parts of the system where they are needed most, officials say. After more than two decades in Chicago, aircraft manufacturer Boeing announced it's moving its headquarters to Arlington, Virginia. The company made the announcement Thursday in a statement naming its Arlington facility just outside of the capital, Washington, D.C., its new global headquarters, and that it intends to develop a research and technology hub in the area. Boeing explained its aerospace and defense firm in the region also specializes in advanced uh, airplane development and autonomous systems while supporting its various corporate functions. The aircraft manufacturer said it will maintain a significant presence in Chicago despite the move. Isn't there a Boeing facility right near oh, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah Ridley Prussia. Park. Yeah. Or Ridley Park, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah King of Prussia is um, Lockheed, Lockheed Martin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boeing said that during the last two years of the pandemic, it implemented uh, policies to reduce reduce its office space needs and that less office space is now needed at its Chicago facility for the employees who will continue to be based there. Boeing, for decades, has been headquartered in, uh, had been headquartered in Seattle, but moved to Chicago in 2001 after the Windy City beat out Dallas and Denver for the relocation. In sports this morning.
The Sixers will take on the Heat in Game 3 of the Eastern Conference semifinal matchup tonight in South Philly. Center Joel Embiid is currently listed as out for the game, but there is what progress is that could be made to change his availability in time to play. Sixers head coach Doc Rivers told reporters yesterday Embiid has yet to be cleared from the NBA's concussion protocol, and he can only be listed as out until then. The Heat lead the series two games to none, and tip-off tonight is at 7 o'clock. The Phillies lost in historic fashion. What the f- to the first place Mets as the two teams opened a four-game series last night at the ballpark. The previous 330 times the Mets trailed by six runs in the ninth inning. They had lost. But last night, they erased a six-run deficit oh, in the ninth inning to come back and beat the Phils 8-7. to seven. The Mets' win ended a string of 856 consecutive losses by MLB clubs uh, when trailing by six runs or more in the ninth. The series continues tonight. Max Scherzer gets the start for the Mets, and Kyle Gibson starts for the Phils. The first pitch is set for 7:05 In the NHL playoffs, the Rangers beat the Penguins 5-2, and that series is tied at 1. Claude Giroux and the Panthers beat the Capitals 5-1. That series also tied at 1. Uh, in the Western Conference, Conference. The Avalanche beat the Predators 2-1 in overtime and now lead that series two games to none. And the Stars beat the Flames in Calgary 2-0 to tie that series at one game apiece. And finally, federal auditors investigating Phil Mickelson's role in an insider trading scheme found his gambling losses totaled more than $40 million from 2010 to 2014. According to an excerpt from Alan Shipnuck's forthcoming biography, his unauthorized biography of Mickelson will be released on May 17th during the PGA Championship, where Mickelson is the defending champion, but has not yet said if he will be playing. Mickelson has been out of public view since the final round of the Saudi International on February 6th. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you so much, Kathy. It's a Friday. We have uh, several things that are taking place on today's program. We'll start with the first and foremost, and one you probably already know. We have the concert cash uh, before we head into the weekend. So your last opportunity before we get to a couple of days off from that. We'll start at 8 a.m., $500, MMRBQ tickets, both in one shot. And we'll do that twice alone during our program. So that is happening we also have another chance for you to win today with the Keenan's Cut the Line event. Our, Very cool. So we have Eggs with Peg, our Memorial Day weekend kickoff broadcast. The opening of the Jersey Shore, which is coming up May 27th in Keenan's and North Wildwood. It's brought to you by Coors Light. And here's what we're going to do this morning. At some point during the program, you will hear a snippet of an event that took place at one of our Keenan's live broadcasts. When you hear that... You need to call in, and we will take... Uh, last time we did call her 27. Yes. And should we stick with that, you think? Because it's May call. 27th. Yeah. That worked out yeah. all right. Yeah. I like it, Dad. All right, let's do that. So we'll take the 27th caller. When you hear that clip, and you will get the cut-the-line pass. So that means you won't have to wait in line, because there's always a big line for this event. And you will also get a private spot to sit in. Well, not a private spot. You're going to get your own table, essentially. That alone is awesome. It's a yes. VIP spot, a, a, a home base while you're at yeah. the event. We'll give you a bucket of Coors Light, and then we'll give you a case of Coors Light to take back to your beach house. All the details available at WMMR.com. And there's another way for you to win. You just post one of your favorite moments from a Keenan's Live broadcast if you've been there before. And we'll eventually pick a winner for that, too. That's coming up down the road. And the same thing, you get the, the VIP set up. There's a guy who saw his uh, his picture in the uh, in the promo shot that we have. <laughs> and you know, and so he's he's blown it up. And he, I, I guess he's wearing like a red, white, and blue 
Star Spangled, um, Spangled jacket. jacket and everything yep. like that. And, yeah, so we've been sort of going back and forth with him on, uh, on Twitter. And he plans on – he's trying to win these uh, these passes oh, yeah. terribly. Uh, but he, he plans on not only being there but wearing the exact same thing that he's wearing in this picture in 2018. Love it. All right, so your chance to win multiple ways to do that. But listen up for that clip at some point. Be the 27th caller and win this morning. Uh, we also have the Word of the Week prize. We're going to give away the summer concert ticket <laughs> passport as well. And we have several people, as far as guests go, joining us on the program. We'll have comedian Jesus Trejo is stopping by. He's going to be a punchline. Actress Sean Young yes. is going to be on this morning. Better than a ton of stuff. That's cool. I've always yeah. dug her. Dune, you know, she was Chani. She's the first. Yeah, absolutely. Dune. She's yeah. Ray Finkel. Yes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Finkel and Einhorn. Finkel and Einhorn. That's from uh, Ace Ventura. <laughs> yes. Yep. And then, uh, finally, uh, Tom Pelfrey is going to be on the program, and he is from Ozark. Very cool. So we have several people to talk to, lots of things to talk about, lots of things to give away. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report, report and the Stupid Question are what we'll get started with. And you want to hang in? we got a good day ahead of us. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question time. We'll give away a pair of tickets to uh, see two of the nation's top comedians, Eric D'Alessandro and Vic DiBattito. Yeah, it sounds good, right? DiBattito. I'm like this close to get him. DiBattito. DiBattito. And it is Friday, May 13th at uh, Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Some names I just can't get right, uh, friends. So, uh, the question we're going to go with is this. Who is the youngest... Uh, Times Person of the Year ever. 215-263-WMMR. Youngest Time. Times Person of the yeah. Year. Time does, you know, Person of the Year, yes. Man of the Year, whatever it is. Uh, Who is the youngest ever of that? 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. We'll go through some birthdays uh, today. It is Friday, oh. May 6th. we got a couple of musical birthdays to begin with. And there's one in particular that we want to go with. Are yeah. you going to pull up the song that I think you're going to pull up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, party, party anthem. Yeah. This is for Nick McWayne. It's Bob Seger's. Oh. So let's fire it up. This is the party big celebration anthem. party song. <laughs> yeah. So the favorite of frat parties everywhere. You can hear him going wild. Uh, Bob is 77 years old. Talk about a guy who can write a catchy song, man. And lyrically, I, I just, I love his lyrics. I think he's a wonderful lyric, oh, lyricist. I, I always felt he was uh, talking to me. Yeah. Uh, the, the lyrics to Main Street oh. uh, are so good. And, and uh, Night Moves, Like a Rock, American Storm. Night Moves was a uh, song Casey and I were talking about one day. And, and I said, yeah, it's about him, you know, being a kid and losing yeah. his virginity or being a teenager. And he's yeah. like, really? And yeah, I, I yeah. go, yeah, let's, let's break down the lyrics. And you're like, son of a bitch. It's great. That's what that's about. Yeah, it's so good. It is a great song. Uh, and to put it to, you know, music that uh, that is so catchy and easy to sing along to is just a, an incredible gift. And he is 77 years old today, so happy birthday to him. 
Uh, we have a member of the Foo Fighters celebrating a birthday today, and that is Chris Shiflet, oh. guitarist of the band. Always a problematic name to say. Shiflet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he turns 51 years old today, and it, it must be tough, you know, being in that band and reflecting what has happened lately. And Yeah, it's such a good vibe. You have coming off the oh. joy of the, the movie release and all in this Top tour and everything, Top and it world. goes south. Yeah, so that's uh, sad, but happy birthday to Chris, who is 51 today. Former British Prime Minister Tony Blair turns uh, 69 years old today. Uh, represented well in the movie The Queen, I thought, yes. uh, by, who's the actor's name? He's so great. Oh, uh, um, yeah, um, he's, he is oh, terrific. Yahoo Serious? Yeah, yeah, Yahoo Serious. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. That's the guy. No, uh, Nick will pull up the information because... Uh, it's total brain fart. Michael Sheen. Michael yes. Sheen. Yes. He's great. I thought he. I thought he pulled off a pretty solid Tony Blair. Uh, Tony Blair turns sixty nine years old today. Uh, in the realm of acting, one of the big biggies has a birthday as well today. George Clooney. Ah, there you go. It's a good movie. It's yeah. a great yeah. movie. I love it. I thought for a long time this yeah. was him singing. Yeah, he does such a good job with the lip sync. Yep. And it's not. Nope. Uh, but man, I love that movie. It is great. He's been in uh, so many good things. The Ocean's series alone, or at least eleven and thirteen, uh, I think are worth it. Twelve. You know what? I didn't even make it through twelve. I didn't even watch the whole <laughs> thing. Just didn't. Wasn't about, rocking your world. About thirty minutes in, I'm like, this is not the first movie. And um, uh, Batman and, so and Robin. I, I never finished it. Oh my god, Batman and Robin. <laughs> He, there hardly an interview goes by where he won't at some point apologize for Batman and Robin. It's like, it's not your fault. So he's 61 today. Roma Downey, remember Touch by Love an her. Angel? Yeah. We had her in studio, did we not? She's uh, married to um, he, yeah. the producer uh, of Survivor. Mark Burnett. Yes, Mark Burnett. And they've done a ton of stuff. Yeah, they, uh, it was a uh, like a Christian movie that she was yes. in. Yeah, they do a lot yeah. of those things. She yeah. was, and then, then they did one of the Fifty Shades movies. Just right. To oh, I did yeah. not know that they did that to balance out their Fifty Shades catalog. of Worship. Was wow. it was it the Bible? Did they do a movie on? I think they did. It was like a long, uh, yeah, like Either. the whole Bible, like everything that happened. And they the really, Bible? I mean, the glossary, <laughs> the glossary. Uh, <laughs> they, I mean, a juggernaut producing couple. I mean, he has all the reality shows, the uh, the Great Race, and and. Uh, uh, Survivor, <laughs> all those shows. A, a few of the last movie titles that she's been in. At Jesus' Side, yeah. Son of God, The Bible, oh, okay. Grace and Goliath, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, Buttons, a new musical film. Uh, but, uh, Preston, so you when you have uh, you have the issue with Kurt Russell and uh, who's the other one? Oh, um, yes, the, the two. I, I always get them confused. Oh, uh, they don't even look alike. They don't look alike at uh, all. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. But okay. for whatever reason, okay. they're of that same type and you of confuse age. Them. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, I will mess them up. I don't so, know why. You not confuse her with Dennis Quaid? No. Not, no. Oh. And not that it's a competition, but when I hear Roma Downey's name... I picture Della Reese. Ah, don't well, ask were, me. Why. They were in the same show together. They were they? Touched by an angel. Is that yes. why? That's yep. why. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> touched um, by an angel. So Roma Downey is sixty-two years old today. Willie Mays, ah. the Say Hey Kid, is ninety-one. Ah. <laughs> Say it. Say it. I think Say, he's Say it now, you mother effer. <laughs> For my money, the greatest player of all time. He was incredible. I mean, he could. He was one of those five tool players. He was great in in the field. He was. He could hit. He could run. He could do. He could hit for power. Uh, you know, for me, just the best there there ever was. Yep. Uh, he is uh, ninety one today. Wow. Do you have a, one of his cards? Any of his cards? I don't. Man, that'd be a good one to get. But uh, yeah, and I believe he's um, Barry Bonds's godfather. And there was a bit of a rift between Willie Mays and Barry Bonds. Was because, there? Yeah, but Barry... Um, he wouldn't say, hey. Uh, well, Barry cheated his way to the top. Yeah. Willie was not appreciative of that. 
Uh, actress, uh, and, I, and it, uh, tell me if I'm pronouncing her name correct, uh, uh, Gabori Sibidi? Sidibe. 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 Thank yeah. you. Precious. I never saw that movie. Sidibe. Oh, Precious is on, uh, I've seen a couple of lists of movies that are like really, you know, like this movie affected me heavily. Like it's, it, it's an intense film. It is an intense film. You know who's particularly good in it, though? Mariah Carey's in it. No kidding. Yeah, and she's really good. She's good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gabori is uh, 39 years old today. She was also in Tower Heist in the Big C. Uh, stunningly beautiful actress, Adrian Palicki. Uh, oh, yeah. 39 today. There was a point at which she was uh, said to appear in a television series Wonder Woman. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. that and was... they have, they have uh, you can see uh, pictures of her yep. dressed in the outfit and all set to go. They're ready to promote it. And for some reason, it didn't, uh, it didn't, didn't go through. Uh, but uh, probably a good move because uh, Gal, Gadot. Gal Gadot's yep. perfect in it. Um, but she was also an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, the Orville. Uh, and she is 39 years old today. And then the last birthday, one within our own family, Kevin Gunn. Oh! Gunner, one of the longest tenured employees here at WMMR. He does the production side of things, so commercials and promos and things like that that you hear that are pre-recorded. But long time, long history on MMR. He was uh, John DeBella's producer. He did a lot of stuff with Pierre throughout the years. Duke in the Box. He is one of our. Yeah, yeah. He was he produced uh, produced for Pierre uh, when he did mornings. Which Pierre never admits that he actually <laughs> had, but uh, but Gunner is a has an encyclopedia like knowledge yes. of rock and roll, and I I do this great thing with Kevin. So when I go in to produce commercials in his studio with him, the, he has these boxes of old photos that somebody brought up uh, from MMR's history, and they're just they're they're candid snapshots and 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 at events and stuff yeah. around here. Uh, in these studios, and I will go in and I will randomly grab one and I'll go, okay, Kevin, tell me about this picture. And I'll just say, you know, who are these people? Right, like, right. Well, that's so-and-so who is, you know, uh, an assistant sales manager and he worked here for this many years. And, uh, man, we did this event one time where he came out and blah, blah, blah. And he's just, he's a story guy. We do that with you all the time. Hey, Preston. Who's in this picture? Okay. <laughs> That's my license. Well, I see me, but the other well, people I don't know. Kevin's um, like one of the people when you do go down there. Like I don't, I enjoy going down there. It's not just yep. to record your commercial no, or whatever you need to do. Like you said, you pull out the pictures, but with me, like I'll just talk to him, and he always has some story to yeah. tell well, you. Well, yeah. MMR would not be MMR without Kevin Gunn, and he's just a sweetheart of an mm-hmm. individual. So he happy, will be missed. Happy, no, he's no, still uh, here. Well, I'm just saying at some point. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> because we're on vacation, I miss him a lot. Hi, Kevin Gunn. Happy birthday to you. And we'll move on and go with the stupid question. Who is the youngest uh, Times person of the year to ever appear in the magazine? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Steve, see if we can get the answer. Hey, Steve, good morning. Good morning, Gazooks. Gazooks. All right, Steve, uh, Times youngest person of the year? Greta Thornburg. Yes, Thornburg. Hey. Yes. Hey. At 16 years old. Hang on just a second, Steve. She's uh, uh, climate change um, activist. Oh, we're activist. Thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, 16 years old on the cover. All right, so we are going to set up Steve with a pair of tickets to see two of the nation's top comedians, Eric Del Sandro and Vic D. Batito, <laughs> together for the first time. When this show finally happens, oh you're going to be God. so happy. We need to talk to him just so yeah, I can yeah. get it right. 
Uh, so Friday, What's your effing name? Friday, May 13th at uh, Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. It's the launch of their much-anticipated Funny How Tour. Showtime is 10 p.m. Tickets on sale now via AXS.com. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. The funny thing is you actually know who he is. You have seen him in a lot of uh, viral videos and stuff like that. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just the name I have an issue with. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so let's see what we're going to go to. We'll start with uh, Amber Heard. Uh, Amber Heard recounted several violent incidents with Johnny Depp while on the stand yesterday, including a sexual assault that allegedly occurred in Australia shortly after they were married. A tearful Heard detailed the time that she claimed he violated her with a glass bottle. We touched yeah, on this the other day. It's pretty hard. Huh? Uh, she told the... Uh, I really can't go into it. It's a little too graphic. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the cavity search? Uh, uh, that's a different one. It was a different one, yeah. Uh, she said, I didn't know if the, the, if the bottle that he had done that with me was broken. I couldn't feel it. I didn't feel pain. I didn't feel anything. I looked around and saw oh, so much broken glass. I didn't know if he would know if it was broken or not. And I remember thinking, please, God, I hope it's not broken. Wow. Uh, She also told the jury that uh, Depp was insanely jealous. Uh, She says he accused her of having affairs with co-stars like Eddie Redmayne and James Franco and testified that he nearly broke her nose after the 2014 Met Gala because he thought she was flirting with another woman. While on the stand, Hurt also recalled accusing Depp of cheating on her with a woman that he had been with for uh, been with years prior, she said she immediately confronted the actor and admitted that she took a swing at him and landed her first blow right before he hit her back. So she does admit to hitting him. Yeah, they're physical both. Uh, you know, uh, when she came in here for, for the movie she was promoting, um, she, she had been with a woman yeah. for a while. She's been going back and forth. That's why I was surprised that she... Got with Johnny Depp because she seemed to not go that way, but she was. So it's confusing. A spokesperson for the actor issued a statement Thursday saying, as Mr. Depp's counsel correctly predicted in their opening statements last month, Miss Heard did indeed deliver, quote, the performance of her life in her direct examination. Um, while Ms. Heard's stories have continued to grow new and convenient details, Mr. Depp's recollections recollections have remained exactly the same throughout the six painful years since her first allegations were made. You know, as, as we keep saying every time we, we talk about this, um, none of this looks good brought out into the light. I don't care, you know, wh- wh- yeah. whatever you're attempting to do, uh, none of this looks good. It makes them both look they, terrible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, You need Marty Singer. uh, Heard's team issued their own statement saying that uh, Depp and his legal team are unable to distinguish fact from fiction. Uh, They added Mr. Depp's behavior in this trial has been as pitiful as it was in their marriage. Apparently, uh, they feel they must double down on their uh, uh, losing two-part strategy, uh, distract the jury, and demonize the victim. I don't care what what the deal is. Imagine you have to get him in front of a courtroom and a jury and and talk about stuff like, I mean, that private... And it's televised. It's It's all, I mean, this is not a private courtroom hearing. You know, the fact that it's all being broadcast, it's on YouTube. I mean, like, we hear direct quotes from both of these people. It's it's very odd. Why is it being televised? uh, But you you can, sometimes they solicit to have a a trial televised. And there's, and sometimes the judge will say no. But he said yes this time. Uh, Los Angeles City Attorney's Office filed four misdemeanor charges on Thursday against suspect Isaiah Lee after the onstage attack of Dave Chappelle during his set of the Hollywood Bowl on Tuesday. Uh, This follows the L.A. County District Attorney's Office announcing earlier in the day that it declined to pursue felony charges. 
City Attorney Mike Fear said that uh, filed, uh, he filed charges of battery, possession of a weapon uh, with intent to assault, author- unauthorized access to the stage area during a performance, and commission of an act that delays an event or interference with a performer. I might just observe here, Mike Fear is a very cool name. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's It might be Fewer, F-E-U-E-R. Let's go with Fear. Uh, so the attack took place as Chappelle was attempting to leave the Hollywood Bowl stage upon finishing a set during the Netflix's Joke Comedy Festival. And that's when tw- the 23-year-old suspect, Isaiah Lee, rushed the stage, tackled Chappelle to the floor. Such a suspect was apprehended by venue security and, and uh, eventually handed over to the LAPD. Lee was arrested on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon and is being held on $30,000 bail. Yeah, a super bizarre contraption of a like a toy gun with a real knife jammed in the barrel. Yeah, replica handgun with a knife blade inside. Uh, he was not injured. In, uh, Chappelle was not injured and is fully cooperating. The other dude was injured bad, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his, uh, his arm was, was... We had a little conversation with him. Was busted up hard. Uh, Netflix is a joke. One of the streamer's biggest forays in a live entertainment program. Uh, the company's first ever comedy festival was hosting more than 250 events uh, in Los Angeles, which is still going on through this weekend, by the way. Chloe Kardashian is having feelings. I have feelings. About seeing her brief reconciliation with ex Tristan Thompson on the Kardashians television show. I'm getting those yearnings again. When the show featuring their brief reunion aired on Thursday, Kardashian tweeted, Well, we know how this aged. Uh, in a separate tweet, she added, "Watching these episodes now, I definitely feel a type of way." Does that make you? They sit and watch their own show, and then she continues in the statement saying, "Oh, girl, if only you knew oh, me girl. talking to me." Dear Lord. Uh, so the pair briefly reunited after reunited after Thompson attended the engagement of Courtney and Travis Barker in October. Of 2021. There's going to be a liability to dating someone whose look changes so dramatically that you might not recognize them. <laughs> you might not yeah, be yeah, attracted yeah. to Who them are you? tomorrow. Where's Chloe? <laughs> and I'm Chloe. And of course they're going to watch their own show. They're the most narcissistic, narcissistic egocentric. Yep, yep, yep. Bastards. Yep. JoJo Siwa is back with Kylie Prue. The former dance mom star confirmed the news in a series of pictures that were taken at Disney World. I consider myself the JoJo Siwa of this show. And uh, shared on social media on Thursday. Do you think so? Yeah, well, I think since you gave up your trademark ponytail, yeah, it's yeah. kind of uh, <laughs> Very similar. that's lost on people. So um, she said, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back, dot, 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 and then a heart. So apparently Stalk it. they're doing well. Uh, this is kind of fun. A couple of celebrity kids debuted their romance on the red carpet of Top Gun Maverick on Wednesday night. Andy McDowell's daughter, Rainey Qualley, and Bill Pullman's son, Lewis Pullman, are officially How about night. that? It's kind of fun, that right? That is cool. Yeah. According to Qualley's Instagram, the two Spaceballs have, Next Generation have been dating uh, since 2020. So, be kind of nice if that whole thing works out. We'll see. We'll follow. Going back to the Kardashians for a moment. Yes. Kim. No. Oh, not Chloe. Uh, Kim is responding to critics who accuse her of glamorizing rapid weight loss. After receiving backlash for revealing that she lost 16 pounds to fit into Marilyn Monroe's iconic dress for the 2022 Met Gala, the reality star shared a message to fans on her Instagram stories. The May 4th post read, be teachable, be open, you're not always right. I mean, uh, listen, they're annoying, but, like, they can't do anything right. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I saw this, I'm like, well, that's, listen, 
there, there's people complain about everything. There's always going to be at least yeah. a handful of people that have Thank an issue you, with camping. no matter what. <laughs> and and I think it's fine if you're if you're losing weight to fit into something for a special event. It's standard. She also had a, her, a trainer who led her through everything, so she was doing you know. She's doing what she needed to do, and 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 look what she she had this this huge moment. She was the focus of the Met Gala, yeah. so mission accomplished. Yep. So she had told to Vogue that uh, she only fit into the dress after spending weeks running on a treadmill, wearing a sauna suit two times a day. Oh, and I vomited around the clock. Uh, now that you don't want to do, and uh, limiting herself to clean veggies and protein. So that's you how know, she fit into it. it. What's really <laughs> people hear this like, you know, oh the magnet, what an incredible weight loss. She has a staff of people. She has a trainer and a chef and all of this stuff going on that help her. If you ever, you know, it, it's hard just for a civilian to try to oh, yeah. drop for, that kind for of For real. Way. I mean, you listen, it's it's certainly going to be easier for yeah. her to when do you have it. a team. I mean, but you still got to put in some work. I mean, there are things you, have, you can and cannot do for sure. But. The only thing I know you and I share with Kim Kardashian is we both have butt rooms in our house. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we can I love my butt take room. our pictures. Ron Howard officiated his daughter Paige's wedding in Central Park, New York on Sunday. Well, that's cool. Uh, bridesmaid and big sister Bryce Dallas Howard shared a picture of the nuptials on Instagram Wednesday. Bryce tagged her sister and new husband, Tim Abor Nassar, uh, in the post and wrote, Although uh, it took a whole pandemic to reach this special moment, I can't imagine a more perfect day celebrating you too. Tim, I'm filled with gratitude and joy to call you my brother. I think uh, Ron Howard's father, Rance Howard, who has passed away, but you've seen him in tons of stuff, I think he was a preacher. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting about that, that happened on Sunday. Steve, I know you watch a lot of me TV. I was actually watching Ron Howard as a guest star on MASH. Powerful. Powerful episode. Powerful. He had actually, he stole his brother's uh, ID yeah. to join the war at 15 years old. I don't remember that episode. Yeah. Yep. He yeah, wanted a, to fight, yeah. and he gets sort of gets dissuaded by the guys, correct? Yeah, so he, uh, he used a racial uh, slur to yeah. describe the enemy, and Alan Alda's character goes, well, you know, we could also call them people. Yeah. And I was like, well, that was pretty good. And then... Um, General uh, Potsy. <laughs> General Potsy in mouth. Uh, no, and then it, and then Alan Alda's character lost a patient. He was yeah. really, I mean, it was like, wait a second, is this a comedy? Like, no, no, what's no. going on they, here, they, man? They took a serious tone yeah. uh, in later uh, years on that show. So. I just remember as a child, I was I couldn't get in the match because there were too many serious moments. There were tons oh, of serious yeah, yeah, yeah. Preston's right. At a certain point, they took a shift. Yeah, I loved that show. It became a dramedy. Uh, Jennifer Grey revealed in the view that she didn't want Patrick Swayze to co-star in Dirty Dancing until a tearful apology from the actor... Changed her mind. They they like hated each other. They did not really? like yes. when it, when, yeah. yeah when yeah. they were when they were getting ready to uh, oh, when they were uh, casting it. Well, there's a whole series of it things. goes back to Red Dawn. Yeah. They were in this movie Red Dawn together, and Patrick was mean to her. Oh, and he would uh, he was uh, kind of brushed her off, and he played all these pranks on her, and he was he would say rude things to her, and yeah. she you know. She didn't want to be a part of it. So, Kath, I saw on uh, social media, probably Twitter, a few like last week or maybe two weeks ago. There's a scene in Dirty Dancing that they that it, it was a it was essentially it was an outtake, but it was a real scene where remember where they're they're practicing and he puts his his uh, his arm down her arm and she kind of like laughs. Yes. yes, that was her actually laughing and his reaction to that. Was like he was really pissed at Jennifer Grey. It wasn't oh, his really? character was pissed at her character. Like no, apparently like, and they left it in just because it was too okay. real. There right. is a, there is a uh, there are a couple of, of specials that focus. A, uh, in fact, one of them is on the the Netflix series. I think the movies that made us. Yep, that's it. Uh, yeah, I watched that one. Yeah, check that out, Kathy. Yeah, you, it, but uh, towards the end and everything, they 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 
got with it. And they did, yeah. yeah. And they ended up becoming great friends. Yeah. So, uh, according to Gray, uh, the ghost actor had played several pranks on her during the filming of Red Dawn, and she was over it when it came time for his screen test for Dirty Dancing. Uh, she says he had uh, pulled her down the hall and said, look, I love you, I love you, and I'm sorry, and I know that you don't want me to do the movie. But she said, and then he got tears in his eyes, and I got tears in my eyes, not for the same reason, but I was like, oh, this guy's working me. And he goes, look, we could kill it. We, we could kill it if we do this. And the two ultimately killed it during their chemistry read. And she said on set, he was like the easy chair I had been dreaming of my whole life. So, he also killed her teacup poodle. So, oh. yeah. That's with a nail gun. Not, uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Just for fun or what a just for fun thing to, do. thing to do on a bet? I'd be out. Oh, on a bet. Yeah. <laughs> bet you won't kill. Bet uh, you won't kill a poodle with the nail. I'll gun. bet you ten bucks. Bet you I will. Her. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, Nobody so, shoots my poodle in the corner. Uh, Gary Oldman may be ready to retire. Uh, the, what? Ho- the Hollywood star who won Best Actor Oscar in 2018 for his portrayal of Sir Winston Churchill admitted that he would be happy if his role in Apple TV's Slow Horses was his farewell performance. This horse is so goddamn slow. <laughs> he feels that after many roles perfecting unusual, unusual accents. <laughs> That's Gary Oldman, by the way. Have you guys watched any of the show yet? No, it looks really good. It's a, it's a, uh, cr- um, not a crime drama. It's a uh, spy drama is the word I was looking for, and uh, he's sort of like a, the head of this uh, spy unit, and cool. uh, they're they're a bunch of like misfits, and he's in control of all of them. It looks really fascinating, and I don't know, he's one of the best actors ever. So he's just getting kind of tired of the yeah. work. He's you know spending hours in makeup. He wants an easier life. He said uh, when you're young and you've got that fire in your belly, you know, you're as a young actor, I'm up for anything. But I just turned sixty four, and I think perhaps my days of sitting in a makeup chair for hours and hours have come to an end. I don't think so, but I'd like them to introduce Winston Churchill as a Marvel superhero and Um, have him play it. Oldman has uh, received critical acclaim for the many transformations, making him unrecognizable in films like JFK, Darkest Hour, and Dracula. But he would be thrilled to end his career playing his latest role as obnoxious government spook Jackson Lamb, who runs a dysfunctional team of MI5 agents uh, for the foreseeable future. So I think he wants to direct, too. So that's kind of something he's looking to gravitate into. Hey, this is pretty wild. America's Got Talent extreme star Jonathan Goodwin shared that he is now paralyzed (gasps) and requires the use of a wheelchair following a failed on-set stunt of the popular NBC competition show in October of last year. Do you guys remember this uh, this footage? The 42-year-old Welsh daredevil shared a few details of his recovery efforts with fans in an Instagram post on Tuesday. He said, a lot has changed in the last six months, but love is a constant, and I'm very, very loved. Looking forward to the next chapters. And being a role model, uh, he smiled while sitting in his wheelchair with his dog on his lap as thousands of supporters commented on his strength and positive mindset during this challenging time. He said, to answer some questions, I have a T11 spinal cord injury, which means I'm paralyzed from the waist down. It is likely a permanent sitch. And if any of you want to race, though, I'm pretty sure I can beat you. He was rushed to the hospital last year after the traumatic incident unfolded on stage as he attempted to free himself from a straitjacket while two vehicles swung back and forth alongside him, all while he was hoisted 70 feet in the air by his feet. Uh, He was supposed to free himself, fall down onto the mattress, position on the ground, and miss the cars before the vehicles crushed him. But the two cars collided, and they caught Goodwin in the middle. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. And it caused a massive fireball oh. as Jonathan fell to the ground and hit his head. And that is probably mm-hmm. what did it. To be honest, I- I'm stunned he survived that. When you see that footage, it's like, how the F could you live through that? A representative at the time said during rehearsal last evening for America's Got Talent, extreme an accident occurred in which escape artist Jonathan Goodwin was injured while performing his act. He was responsive and immediately taken to the hospital where he is continuing to receive medical care. Shortly after the incident, Goodwin appeared to be in relatively good spirits as he expressed gratitude for the outpouring of love and support during the difficult time in a photo that was uh, shared on social media from his hospital bed. Are we watching the footage? Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, watch. Oh, Here it goes. Yeah. The they swing oh. together. He yeah, drops down. Boom. It didn't air, right, this, this um, footage? I'm not I sure so. that it aired. Okay. You know, when this show debuted, I think, Preston, we had the conversation that this seemed like a ripoff of the Burke Kreischer. Yes. Yeah, that, that Very they, much they were clearly so. trying to get that yeah. audience. Uh, his fiance said uh, that Goodman also lost a kidney, broke both shoulder oh, blades, wow. shattered both legs. Uh, Third-degree burns, broke his spine and severed his spinal cord and nearly died. And then on the operating table, he nearly died again. Well, that's why card tricks are better. Wow, man. That's pretty messed up. Uh, Let's see. Just a couple more uh, quick things. I saw that... Where is this? Where is this? There was a new trailer. I I didn't include the story. New trailer for House of Dragon came out. Oh, yeah. Are you excited? The prequel to the uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, it looks good. It it looks like they're... Picking up right where the series left off, except it's all new characters and it's a thousand years before. It's a prequel, so it's yeah. life at West Westeros High. Right? Yeah, yeah, Westeros yeah, yeah. High. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, looks really, really good. All I right. don't know the. It says August twenty first. All right, so that's when that will be coming out. What does George R. R. Martin think of this whole thing? I have not heard. Okay. He's not uh, that fond of. I saw, uh, saw an interview or read an interview, I should say, with him. About uh, Game of Thrones, and he's—I think he's uh, gotten a little bit more caustic about the way um, it ended and the way they ended the series. He really, had, he had seemed to be, and you would know better than I would on this. That he seemed to be—he's like, okay, they do their thing, and I'm going to do my thing, and it's okay. But he didn't seem to be like uh, critical of it. Now he seems critical of it. Okay, yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't read anything from him as of late, so I'm curious about that. I will definitely research that on my own. Uh, Paramount Global is at work on a new Jackass TV series. Jackass. After the successful (laughs) theater launch of Jackass Forever. Uh, The Paramount Paramount Global CEO Bob uh, Backish made a statement. Sorry. Jackass Forever. Uh, underwhelming. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Underwhelming. Yeah. And, and, and oh, honestly, really? Yes. Oh, and I, I, was, I was so down with it. And uh, there's about 85% D-jokes, you know, so there's... A lot uh, yeah. of... of uh, and listen, I have no problems with, no. The, male, with the male anatomy, but I was like, well, what are we, a couple. What yeah. are we going for? I mean, listen, the opening scene is that. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, and, and in theory, it's, it's, a, it's a funny joke, but... Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I just thought as far as the stuff. They're funnier and they, than that. Yeah, they are. And they brought in new people, which was, you know, kind of cool of them to do. But you know what, man? I think maybe not having Bam <laughs> as part of this. Like, because oh Bam actually came up with a lot of, you know, the, if you look at the previous Jackass things, sure. like, he would send these pictures of uh, like these these ideas that he, he would had, had draw that, it out and he would yeah. draw it out like and Bam, he goes, Bam does appear does appear in it briefly he very does. very briefly yeah. yeah it's footage it's older footage but um I, I think Casey you're right because Bam was part of the deal and a lot of these things Preston the best parts are actually in the trailer and what mm. we're watching right here 
Uh, so the uh, president said, uh, or president, not not Biden, uh, the president of uh, <laughs> yeah. Paramount Global CEO. Said, <laughs> you guys here, they got the, the translator in the pipe, and they got the they got the guys. D looks like a dragon. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> why, why are you talking about this? We asked about Ukraine. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's just loves... So uh, Bob Backish is his name. Right. Uh, he said the new Jackass series is the first project to come as Paramount Global launches TV spinoffs on Paramount Plus to leverage earlier theatrical success of movies. And after uh, Jackass Forever launched in theaters February 2020, I have to say Jackass. Uh, the Paramount added uh, episodes of the original Jackass series to the streaming platform. So they're they're backing it up. They're they're really going for it. They see an audience out there because uh, a lot of people want to see that movie. Yo, so. Listen, they, yeah. they for for the amount spent and the return, uh, it's it's definitely worth taking a shot. But I agree with Casey. They a little bit of tweaking might mm-hmm. help. Have they, have I, they, I didn't know a lot of the new people. Have they aged out of it? Like, is it... I think so in in some ways, and they, they're admitting it. They're 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 the, the zeal is still there. Yeah. But the um and they've all said it. it you know the, the the injuries and the recuperation time lasts longer than they used to. All right, we need to mention some new movies opening this week. And so here we go. Ah, yes, <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> All right, so we got a couple of films opening this weekend, and we will start with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Fantasy action adventure stars Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, Benedict Wong. Journey into the unknown with Doctor Strange, who, with the help of mystical allies, both old and new, traverses the mind-bending and dangerous alternative alternate realities of the multiverse to confront a mysterious new adversary. Uh, two hours and six minutes long, so it's not like crazy no. long. Uh, rated PG-13, wide release today. Rotten Tomatoes score 77%. That's kind of low for a Marvel movie. It, but it's, you know, still like... Well, a, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. These guys who, you know, Nick and Casey use... Opinions I thoroughly trust. I, I know it's going to be a great movie. Yeah. I was kind of surprised to see that number. Normally yeah. you got it in the 90s. It was know? a loud movie too, Press, by the way. Okay. Yeah. I also think because there's a, a fair amount of horror, it's the most, uh, apparently, Casey. Oh, man. Uh, so, I was with my daughter, and I watched her, and I could see her in my peripheral, uh, jump so many times like <laughs> out of like just being startled. It was wow. It was great. All right. Uh, also opening this weekend is the movie Twin. Uh, it's a horror mystery. Teresa Palmer, Stephen Cree, and Barbara Martin star. Following the aftermath of a tragic accident that claimed the life of one of their twins, Rachel and Anthony relocate to the other side of the world with their surviving son. What begins as a time of healing in the quiet Scandinavian countryside soon takes an ominous turn when Rachel begins to unravel the torturous truth about her son and confronts the malicious forces that are trying to take hold of him. Uh, it's rated R. It's an hour and 49 minutes long. It's in theaters and streaming today. Uh, it gets a 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll get to the clips now. Mia Healy and Arana James formed a great bond while starring together as plane crash survivors in Kathy's favorite series, The Wilds. And in this clip, I don't know why it says that. Do you know, Are you familiar with this? 
I think is Marissa and I had like a little uh, confusion on the show when I started watching it, and I was like, "What the hell okay. did she tell me to watch?" And I was watching the wrong show. Oh. In this clip, Mia explains how their friendship became essential on and off screen. Here we go. That dialogue um, with your scene partner in any way is really important and it's just so amazing that Erin and I have a really great friendship so we've been able to have really really open dialogues about our characters and what they're going through and it's you know it connects us as friends and people and it also at the same time connects our characters together shut up dummy <laughs> is this the this Lord of the Rings ish uh, not Lord of the Rings uh, Lord of the Flies ish uh, I don't know. I'm not watching it, but like I'm looking at the video that's playing, and this is obviously a well done show. Yeah. What I put on was like m- your neighbor grabbed a camera and started filming in like a <laughs> nearby field, and I was like, "What the hell is Marissa having me watch? This is the worst show I have ever." I couldn't even get through ten minutes of it. Like I was like, "What is going Were on?" Were you watching the wrong streaming service? Yes. Or oh, <laughs> it was a completely wrong show, wrong platform, like oh wrong. God. Same name, but a, but a different platform. Yes. So there you go. All right, next clip. Here we go. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness director Sam Raimi was very meticulous with his latest addition to the MCU. And in this clip, Sam explains the goals that he set for this particular film. To faithfully serve the fans of the Marvel sagas that have been going on for so many episodes and to be true to the characters of Doctor Strange and Wanda and give the fans what would, the, what would be the logical next installment in their characters' growth. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness premieres today, so you will be able to see it. There you go. That's our entertainment report for you this morning. All right, a couple of reminders about today's show. Uh, Concert Cash, yep, we got that twice coming up. Uh, we also have a chance for you to win a cut-the-line pass for a live broadcast in North Wildwood at Keenan's Irish Pub for the official opening of the Jersey Shore. It's Eggs with Peg. It is brought to you by Coors Light, and here's what you need to do. Listen for a clip, a short clip. From a moment at one of our live broadcasts, the second you hear that, start calling. Because if you're calling number 27, you will get a cut-the-line pass. You won't have to wait. And you will also get your own table that you will have, which is prime real estate for that crowded room. This is the closest you're going to get to, like, an adult version of a Willy Wonka ticket. And that's for you and three friends, by the way. We'll give you a bucket of Coors Light for your table. And then you get a case of Coors Light for your beach house. So just listen for that clip. Call me number 27 when you hear it, and you will win. There's another way for you to win. You can go to WMMR.com to do that. It's by sending some photos to us. So uh, follow up on the details there. We also have a number of guests on the show. Uh, Sean Young, actress, will be on the program. Tom uh, Pelfrey, uh, Pelfrey will be on from Ozark. And also comedian Jesus Trejo is stopping by. So we have a bunch to get to. We'll take a break. We'll come back in just a moment and continue on our Friday journey. Stay with us. is almost here featuring disturbed the pretty reckless living color and maybe you Oh, that's right. This year, we debut the Preston and Steve Side Stage. Live band karaoke with Sidearm, plus our friends Froggy are going to be playing live. And it's the return of the Jackie Bam Bam Party Deck. Want to sing on the Preston and Steve Stage? Get audition songs and details at WMMR.com. Then submit your video on social media using hashtag MMRBQ. Also, we're excited to announce our limited time 420 ticket offer. Four lawn tickets at 20 bucks each. 
MMRBQ 2022, May 21st at Waterfront Music Pavilion. Presented by NJM Insurance Group. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. And sponsored by Pro Team Collision. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your summer. I think it's time to clean out the junk drawer here. It is a Friday morning before we go into the weekend. I want to make sure that we unload all these stories before they go bye-bye. And uh, we're going to dig into the drawer, see what we can find here. I'm going to start with this one. I saw this. This is a story out of Japan. Um, and spring is the start of the business, academic, and political year in Japan. So when its organizers roll out new rules and policies, for example, uh, one of the prefectures just announced a new dress code uh, for civil servants, and it touches on a very big change. They are no longer requiring neckties for them. Ah, you always yeah. see the neckties. Yeah, so, which which leads to the question of, you know, why why is that considered such a required right. uh, piece of clothing when it comes to a professional atmosphere? Where you know what, is your necktie? You know what I mean? You insult me. So, I would imagine... That our sales team, up until pandemic time, yeah. it was required yeah. if you were a man to wear a tie, right? I, I think there's probably going to be a um, a casualizing, if that's a word, of a business attire globally after all that went down for the past two years, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I would think so. You would uh, be able to get away with no necktie, like maybe on a Friday, and then... Yeah, dress uh, down Fridays, Dress right? down Fridays here, and then um, they would occasionally, for charity... Uh, if you wanted to like wear jeans or dress down for work, you had to pay here. Right, right. Uh, and then all the money raised went, went to, I don't remember which charity, but, um, I don't know why is the necktie yes. dress up. I was assessing, I, I, I was kind of assessing that as well after seeing this story that why, what, what makes that so much more, <laughs> uh, it's probably history. It's just I, a, yeah. a history of seeing that associated. Like, there, you know, was there ever an official decree that said the necktie is, is 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 formal wear, but here, here's the origin up on the screen here. Neckties have always symbolized nobility, honor, and order, originating in the 17th century Europe. Croatian mercenaries uh, ne- serving in France were the first to wear knotted neckerchiefs to signal their position and alliances. Uh, King Louis the Fourteenth of France admired the neckwear so much that he began wearing a tie as a status. I mean, it's funny style. though because you put like the most reprehensible people in neckties all the time when they're in court. You know what I mean? Like, you put these, you know, essentially... Think about when you wear a suit. I a know. A funeral, a wedding, a, you know... A, a, court. A, a court. A court. Yeah. So yeah, these they, are, they yeah. require... Judges require you to dress... I mean, there's that whole sequence cousin in my Vinny. cousin Vinny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then some judges are sticklers about that. Are there um, items that uh, sort of indicate high fashion or dressing up that you wish would come back? And I yeah. have one in mind. Okay. And I, oh. I'm curious as to whether... I would... I think... And I, I liked when men wore hats. The number like, one hat. The like, hat that says, num- I'm number one. Well, no, no. Like beer hats. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Like a... Like a, a three- um, Cornered hat. A, a, a and... guy that would wear a hat to work every day, you know, yes. dress up in like the 40s yes. and 50s. Guys would wear, you know, like gentleman hats to, to ball games and things like that. I thought that that looked nice on men. If ties went away and never came back, I'd be totally fine with that. But I think hats actually kind of You want to bring so... back the formal hat. Well, I can't do it, Kathy. Why? I mean, why look, not? Look at the shirt I'm wearing right now. I mean, this, yeah, Craig Lagans gave me this, so it's, <laughs> it's not going to be me that does it. But 
Somebody could. That's not Nick well, McElwain. I, I think I'm the most obvious in my shorts right, so to adopt Steve. the hat. Yeah. No, the, uh, I think, Nick, where it looks very good, like if you look at uh, Sean Connery in, in Dr. No, there you go. he wears yeah, he yeah. wears a hat a I know lot, exactly and it looks good. About. Yeah. But now mm-hmm. it's reversed. A hat is considered casual. It's, that, is, right. that is definitely a signal of casual attire. Even like a Goran Brothers, like um, I, I Dora think, I think of... so. Uh, I mean, even if it's really, really nice, it still kind of has... Has a less than formal look to yeah. it, right. I think personally, or it's considered <clears throat> less than formal. Like, yeah. take your hat off, you know. And but usually, is it hip chic, Kathy? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, there. Are, listen, hats are definitely in style. But Nick, I even then, I think they would take it off. Like they would go where they were going yeah, and take it, it off. off. You hung your jacket and your hat. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's yeah. a function. There's a line in uh, in Django Unchained where uh, a guy's wearing a hat inside, and, and Django goes, "You don't wear a hat inside." Even I know that. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. So there are there are rules about when you do and do not have that on. Yeah. And if at the ball game, Nick, you're still outside, so you'd see them in their seats with their hats on. Right. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So oh. I guess maybe the hat was more of a, it was a fashion and function thing. More so than yes. just being a fashion thing now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. It probably That's where was they kept so. their unturned butter. Uh-huh. Um, hang on a second here. Speaking of Craig Lagans, he gave you that shirt, Nick? Yes. Okay. He's on the line. Hi, Craig. Good morning. Are my testicles black? Yeah. <laughs> Greg, I'm wearing the McDowell shirt. One would think so. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Yeah, he's wearing the McDowell shirt you gave him. Oh, great, Nick. I'm glad it fits. <laughs> it does. It's extra large, so I appreciate it. Thank you. No no problem. Um, you, I heard you guys talk about uh, ties. Uh, I own over 300 ties. So oh, my God. I'm not. Yeah. What does your tie rack look like? Uh, which one? Is it I, yeah. All I want to know if it's organized, Craig. Yes, it's organized. Right. Yeah, my, my superhero ties on one. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a lot. Yes, it. yeah. Uh, so, um, I'm not required to wear a tie at work, even though my job is business casual. But I wear a tie every day just oh, because. That's your thing. I'm not required to wear Adidas pants to work, but. Uh, but that's your but thing. But that's well, my Craig, thing. Craig, do you feel that wearing a tie, that, do you sense you're, you command a little bit more respect when you're wearing a tie? It feels it, it, you're treated differently because when I back when I worked in the mailroom yeah. at my old job at, at uh, HYY, uh, I wasn't you know required, and I was always you know. But when I still started putting one on, I I got for Christmas. All of a sudden, looked at differently, I felt s- differently. I believe that. Yeah, I think I think a tie conveys yeah. a little bit of authority, or at least it, it, uh, th- that a little excerpt. Th- th- that's why every day I dress up. I don't have to dress formally, but I do. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it does. You, you, it commands a little bit more respect. Yeah, yeah and self confidence permeates everything you do, and it feels good. It, and you know, like Fernando, it's always better to look good than to feel good, darling. <laughs> exactly. Yes, marvelous. that's correct. All right, thanks, marvelous. thanks, Craig. Appreciate it, man. I saw Doctor Strange. Uh, <laughs> and you liked it. Very good. And uh, you guys did a comic book guru. We, we did video, a comic book right? guru's podcast video last night, and it will be debuting in just a couple of days. Excellent. And uh, it came out great, Craig. Thank you, Steve. Right. I love All you guys. Right. See you later, All man. Right. I love you too. All right. So, anyhow, but uh, yes, uh, they might, if, if this might be a trend that we'll see where required attire may not include a tie. And I think that's fine. I think, yeah, I, the, the the tie was very prevalent in Japan. Remember, there there was around the time of the movie Gung Ho, the, the mm-hmm. in, in Japan, the business acumen, the the morning calisthenics that was all based on truth. There was a yeah. a real, real heavy duty 
business acumen drive in Japan at that time? I wore a tie every single day from kindergarten to senior year of high school. And I I don't ever. Maybe that's why you want to be casual now when you come to work. Listen, and then also. You're like Lori Singer in Footloose. You're, You're bucking. You're going against how you were raised. I was so uncomfortable all of the time. And it was terrible. And then also, like, I used to have to wear dock siders. And I just remember, like, and it's like a, I don't want to say traumatic, but, like, we went to Strawberries and Clothier every August to get my, <laughs> my school it. shoes for the year. And they were always so tight. Do you ever uh, you ever cheat and wear a clip-on? Uh, well, it's not cheating when you're a child. Uh, okay, so yeah. I wore a clip on for until I learned how to tie a tie, and I think I learned how to tie a tie at like I don't know, like fifth grade or something it's like pretty that. Pretty good. It's pretty and good. Then, uh, and then I tied a tie ever since then. Are you good at it, Case tie and tie? I am, but I've gotten worse. I used to when I was in high school. It was a perfect like yeah. triangle, um, and then I got away from it, and then I had like one of those like wow. I don't even know. I think I, I'll probably hit it by the second time or third. I'm, I'm pretty good at it, but it, it, I don't do it a, a lot. Enough so, to, yeah. 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 But here's an interesting text. It says, uh, the world was gross, meaning when we were talking about when, uh, you know, where, where hats uh, yeah, yeah. were pretty regular. Uh, and jackets and hats and long coats uh, kept you clean. And you never wanted to sit on someone's sofa or at their table with those outside things on you. Oh. So that might have been a reason. Oh. No, that did. There's, there's a point to be made for that as well. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right, so I thought that was kind of cool. All right, what else we have here? In that big old junk drawer. Yeah, this is kind of, ow, was that a mousetrap? Oh, my God. Oh, man. Man. I felt something. It's hidden in there. Uh, so uh, I thought uh, this would go to City Beat, but I wanted to get to this now. Uh, the Philadelphia School of Circus Arts outdoor flying trapeze lessons are back. You guys oh, did yeah. that, right? Didn't you do it? I did. Yeah. Marissa did it. Oh, right. uh, yeah. Marissa did do that. Uh, so that's returning. And if you think I would do that, I'm too, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what would happen to me. It, the you, line would snap. You did diving and, though. Wait a minute. Right? Didn't you do that hang from the ceiling yoga stuff? No, oh. aerial yoga. I, they, I think they actually have it there. Um, <sighs> no, I didn't do that. I would like to though. Rochelle loves that. Yeah, I would like. Yeah. But that you're you're. Pretty, you're low to the ground. Yeah, this you're is hanging, you're, but this, you're, you're 25 feet in the air, right, Marissa? Oh, you're legit, like, yeah, yeah. hanging yeah. far. And, like, oh, I thanks. did it a couple of times and then, like, flipped down to land on the net. Kathy, you have to do Wait, it. Wait, so, so you fun. weren't even, no, you had to have been. She was in a harness. harness. You were in a harness, oh, yeah. Yeah. strapped in, but I like the thrill of, like, falling. Of course you do. Let, yeah. let me ask you guys, like, how. Uh, how strong does your upper body strength and your and your arm and hand strength have to be to be able to hold on to that? Uh, I'll tell you man. how you know. Quite a watch bit. America's Funniest Home Videos yeah. and watch how many people do zip lines unaware of how your yeah. upper body strength is on a rope. And, yeah. and the yeah. second it goes, they fall. So like that's swing into like a body of water right. and yeah. they just... They just, just immediately yeah. fall. So at, at Maury's Piers, uh, they have a rope swing at one of the... Um, yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I think it might be Ocean Oasis. But either way, they have a rope swing that you can go on. And I, the first time, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a backflip. Uh, I'm going to crush this thing. I got about a quarter of the way through the swing. And my body was like, oh, you can't carry yourself, you fat ass. <laughs> last summer, because I had been uh, working out a little bit, last summer I was actually able to do, to do I don't know, three quarters of the swing. But uh, and So I wasn't sure if the trapeze was Anything well, like a rope. I always tell people if you're going to do it before you do it, see if you can pull yourself up. That's a good yeah, indicator of whether or not you're able to do it. Absolutely, I would. Yeah. I would injure myself. My shoulders would, oh, not, yeah. would not be able to handle. That would not be good for your shoulders. Uh, so after more than a two year break uh, due to the pandemic, flying trapeze returns on a grand on grand opening weekends uh, this weekend. By the way. 
uh, the 13th, uh, uh, weekend of the 13th, and adults and children as young as six years old can fly through the air on the they- outdoor rig at PSCA's beautiful Circus Campus, which is at 6452 Green Street in Philadelphia. That's awesome. They discontinued their lion taming class, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. It was that thing last year. Uh, so, students will learn all the techniques of the Circus Act, including taking off from the platform, swinging, transferring to the catcher, and dropping to the net. The classes are two hours long and are offered multiple times a day. That sounds like a lot of fun. You can check out the info. Just do a search on Philadelphia School of Circus Arts. And apparently Philadelphia had the first circus school in America. I really? I read in this, this press release. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty well, amazing. Well, classes, I mean, like I said, two hours of the max of 10 participants, $65. That's not bad. That's not you've, bad. Seen, wow. you've, you've talked about the history of this country and, and just where we are. Philadelphia's bound to be the first for a, a lot Just of things. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So uh, that's opening up this weekend. And if you're interested, go for it. All right. What else we got here? This is more of a, uh, this was a poll that was done, and I just thought this was interesting, and I want to see uh, if, what your guys' answers were. All there right. was a poll that was done with the question, how many times have you moved as an adult? Mm. Oh. So I did the math, and I realized, and get the, get the clip ready, I've moved Nine times. Nine times. As an adult, that is. As Nine. A, my entire life, Nine. I've moved 12 times. Okay, so as Nine an adult. Times. Yeah. So Nine like, times. We're talking 21, legal uh, uh, 18, whatever. Or like yeah. out of co- like not college move, right? Yeah. That Were you an adult count. and you yeah, moved? You had to move all your stuff? Yeah, but like you kept half of it at your parents' okay. house. You know what I mean? I didn't go I mean? to college, so that wasn't me, but yeah. I mean, uh, like a real move where you where I had to empty the house all your and stuff. all of my yeah. belongings. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't count college with that. Then how many times have you moved, would you say? Well, one myself. Well, no, twice. I guess out of my, no, one where I had to clear the house from, from one house to the next. And then we moved my parents, which I still had stuff there, but I didn't live there at you the time. You moved their stuff? Yeah. Yeah, okay. How about you, Kevin? Three, three, three times. Because like, I moved in with my buddy Jeff uh, for just a hot minute uh, right before he got married. Uh, and then I moved from, oh, wait, does that count to move in with Jeff? So maybe four. So I moved in with Jeff. Then I moved in with my wife to our place in Conchi. Then we moved to Lawrence Park. And then as a family, we moved to a different house in Brumel. So four times. I would, okay. but okay. What? I'm, I'm, look, I'm thinking eight. Eight uh, times, If I'm missing yeah. one, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where you fully moved everything cleared out yes. the house. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I hate moving. But the, the moving was, sucks. I got so it's a good nightmare because I am a pack animal. My, my friends basically think that I'm a, a you know like a, a llama, <laughs> and and so I end up moving a lot. But a lot of those were apartment to apartment, so they weren't. It wasn't a full house. Wasn't as That's bad. still moving as an adult. That's yeah, yeah. still Packing. moving the furniture and, yeah. and stuff to live with. And Nick, how many times you moved? Uh, moving is worse than terrorism in my mind. I, I can't it's stand horrible. it. It's the worst thing on the planet. Uh, I think nine total. Oh, nine. Yeah. Well, time. L.A. Nine times. Uh, L.A. and then Virginia were like the only ones out of state. But the nine times. The reason it gets jacked nine up. Nine times. I got. Uh, <laughs> I moved like five times post divorce, so like there was a lot right. in there, and hey, they still, still count. Yeah, and uh, when you're 40 and you move back in with your parents, that's a good one. That's, that's still a bit. <laughs> I did. <laughs> East Northport to Northport to Brentwood. This is all on Island, Long Island. Brentwood to um, to Farmingdale to Glen Cove. You went up the LIRR. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and uh, there was a brief, uh, that doesn't even count, but New Hyde Park. So a lot of was happening in New York. Then down here would have been Media, Maniunk, 
Mount Airy. Okay. I moved from St. Louis to Salem to Jeff City to St. Louis, and then I moved three <laughs> times in St. Louis, and then I moved to uh, uh, Bluebell, uh, then to Glen Mills, then to Upper Chai, and now Harleysville. So I've done it nine when times. When was the last one? Nine, nine, <laughs> nine, nine times. Nine times. <laughs> What's that, Nick? We're all nine at the point now. Times. We will uh, never do it without hiring somebody to help. But when was the last one you did uh, without, without, without help? help? Yeah, without being uh, help. That would have been uh, when I moved into... My last apartment in St. Louis. So okay. that, that, was that, that was, the ninth time? No, no that was the that was like the fifth time. I'll tell you this: I actually from Maniung to Mount Airy, I I moved a lot of it myself. Okay, with my my brother in law. But the smaller stuff, not the, the big stuff. Right? Yeah. Like uh, there were a couple of things that I hired a, a truck just to to bring on over to do that because come on, yeah. Wh- who you who are you trying to impress? Marissa's the last one we have to ask. She was uh, eating no. when I turned her microphone on. How many times? I thought you were going to do the connoisseur, and I have to eat when you guys are talking <laughs> about food, so I'm eating. Um, we have to think backwards. Um, Center City, Maniunk, um, Wayne for a hot second, uh, my parents. <laughs> are we counting college? Because, like, I moved to Boston. Yeah, I count for Boston. two years. Well, if I we're, don't, I don't yeah, count if we're counting, yeah, I didn't count college because did, you left right. You left that's half like your twice stuff a year. Your, You're you moving. left half your stuff at your parents' house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, but well, I didn't count. Okay, uh, and then Villanova, Gladwin, oh my gosh. New Jersey. So I think seven. And what if you I, count over your whole life, Preston? Uh, Twelve. Okay. Yep. Twelve times uh, total. So I was actually I might be that because I there was Baltimore briefly when I was uh, two years old. Yeah. It was California when I was in third grade for under a year. Yeah, interesting. Right. By the way, some texts coming in. There are people that have moved. 15, 16, 17 oh, times. Oh, my God. No 17 way. times. As an adult, there was one that said 15 times. times not including college. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. Okay, well, something to consider. Let's see what else we got. Nine. Uh, times. Nine, nine times. I can't believe that. Mm-hmm. How about nine. this one? Uh, your dog <laughs> likely remembers much more than you think they do. Researchers in Hungary found the evidence that dogs have an episodic-like memory, which means that they can recall events from their past, oh just God. like humans, and therefore should be able to anticipate things such as you returning home from work. We've always heard they had kind of a short-term memory. Yeah, yeah. and they found also they can, they can if they've had previous owners, they can remember things like that. Well, then yeah. where are the great dog-written biographies? And other- <laughs> well, so Steve... <laughs> Steve, I uh, I told you a few weeks ago I found there was a stray dog outside yeah. of uh, uh, my son's rugby field. Uh, he was such a nice dog. He followed me everywhere. Right. I had um, I had water, and he was drinking water, and yep. I had food. He was eating the food, and he followed me everywhere. I tried to get him in my car right. so I could take him somewhere to a shelter or or home, maybe. Right. Um, he wouldn't get in the car, and I was like, something happened to him. He does not want to get, you know, he he Aww. followed me every single place. And then, Cap, he put his, like, two front paws, like, up into the car. And then he's like, I'm not going in there. Well, either that or he's never been in a car before. Or he thinks you look sketchy a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 possibly, yeah. but why would he take food from me? I don't know. Um, no, but I was thinking, I was like, there's something happened to him, and, and he just doesn't. Or he's, yeah. in, he's in the area of his home. So a lot of times with both mm. dogs and cats, if they have gotten out... Uh, for one reason or another, they tend to stay in the area right. where they get the food. Yep. So I've had cats that 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 have have gotten out, and they'll. 
Five, six days later, they'll be at the door because they remember they mm-hmm. associate the area with food. Yeah. Uh, so this study defines episodic memory as a, quote, memory of personal events and episodes in one's life and in humans. It is thought to be linked to self-representation because it implies the ability to represent the self in the past. And all, I've had a good life. <laughs> uh, the researchers say that uh, thanks to their episodic-like memory, dogs should be able to recall key events in their lives, such as their previous owners or spending time in rescue centers. That's fascinating. I've always, I've always thought that. I always thought that I was applying, you know, a, a human ability to the animal. And I'll sometimes say, because we, we have a lot of animals that come into the house that have been abused or that were, you know, yeah. and we, we take them. And so I said, I wonder if they ever... If if that's even a memory of theirs right. now, if they can even remember that, if you know, because I, I've always had the perception this, and I, this is probably another way of you know the people that people who are pet people. I know you're oppressed as well. We are uh, inflate the uh, the notion, but I always think, um, do they do they know they have it better here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that why you get? The, it seems to be a little bit of extra love. You know, it's fun. I, I you know we love our dogs to death, and and uh, you know there there are times when they take on very human characteristics, oh, yeah. and, yeah. and they feel like a member of the family, which they are in some respects. And uh, but every now and then, when you will see their more feral side kick yeah. in, and you're like. Oh, yeah, you're like an with animal. a baby bird? Yeah, you're an animal. That's yeah. right. For Holy hell! I've been for a while. You're sitting there trying to calm the animal down, and they're just, like, not having it. You don't yeah. even exist yeah, yeah. at this point. It's, it's like, like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like the dead mouse gift I found at the back door this morning. <laughs> But they are pretty amazing, and the fact that they, they, they have that episodic-like memory is pretty cool. Were you so a, how come uh, they can't drive? Yeah. yeah. Um, my dog tries to drive all the time. Press, were you growing up, did you have dogs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if uh, if the dogs you have now were, like, the first ones. Because some people, you know, they... they no, we had dogs. They, they, they would have died. Yeah. yeah. Pat, what about you? No, we weren't... We had, we tried uh, dogs a few times. And one we found, uh, and he was great. He was, like, a full-grown black lab. That's a wolf! No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he was a black lab, and he was great. And we had him for, like, I want to say, like, a week. In and- true Romano fashion, did you name him the black one? Well, we did... We- or did you I, give him an actual name? I don't think we gave him an actual name, um, but his own. We we found his owner. Oh, okay. I mean, he was okay. he came with a collar and everything. Okay, so and you knew he, he had he, an owner. Yeah, he had an owner, so we had to give him back. Uh, and then we had Dusty, who was um, a yellow lab, uh, and he used to attack the mailman like you would oh, no. not believe. And so we actually had to get rid of him because I'm he surprised was, you had a dog that was so cliche. What do you mean? It's a cliche thing to attack. Oh, to, yeah, yeah. I mean, he uh, where our mailman wouldn't come and deliver our yeah. mail because so he actually went to my dad's friend and uh, became. He has a, a farm and he's running around with dogs. No, no, he he became a guard dog for a used car lot. Okay, um, oh. and so he lived there. My dad, when my mom and dad got married, my dad had Daisy, who was a uh-huh. Doberman pincher. Pincher. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and she uh, she hated my mom because my mom would do his laundry, and so the dog would sit there and growl okay. at her. Um, but that was that was some only, effed up animals. I think I was like three or four because uh, Daisy was a little bit older. So when when Daisy died, so you've uh, yeah so you guys tried. We tried, um, but we had cats our whole life. Yeah, okay. so we were we were the cat family. Yeah, we had a lot of dogs growing yeah. up actually. But um, yeah, they're 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 great uh, to have in your life if if you have the right environment yes. for them. Yeah. All right, uh, do we have time for another, or... Oh, we no, get... we got to right, wrap, wrap it up, we, we need to steal it up, friends. I need you to stop talking. <laughs> we will... We will uh... <laughs> We'll unlock the drawer again next week, most likely. We do need to take a break because Concert Cash is coming yeah. up. Yeah, 500 bucks to give away. It's your opportunity to also get some MMR barbecue tickets if you haven't gotten those yet. Uh, and we will also get to the Bizarre File when we return. Make sure you stay with us. 
Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate Steven Singer.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Sad Bro Anthem from the band Froggy, who will be playing the MMRBQ on the Preston and Steve side stage. Uh, I'm so looking forward to Me it. too. If you yeah. go see Doctor mm. Strange this weekend, there is quite indirect reference to Froggy. Shut and And uh, if you see it, you'll know it. And if you're a listener to the Preston and Steve show, you'll recognize it. Okay. But I want to see if anybody notices it. Uh, this weekend, if you All right. see the movie. And, of course, they're going to be in Clerks 3, the Kevin yeah. Smith film. That's that blows out. my mind. What, Casey? You, I, I, you know I, it? Yes, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I am interested to find out what that is, so I'll have to see the Doctor Strange movie. Uh, but yes, I'll be at the MM Barbecue, and uh, we're we're still uh, taking submissions for singers yes. in our band. Uh, the live band karaoke, Sidearm, is going to be your backing band. I watched a couple of the entries. I haven't gone through all of them good. yet. There's great stuff, awesome. man. Awesome. We've got some really good singers. Looking forward to it. Amongst our uh, uh, listeners. So uh, that's going to be great. And, of course, uh, Jackie Bam Bam's going to be spinning uh, a set as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. Something it's going to blow up on Blabbermouth. Something new this year. Let's do the V5. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre all right, brought to you this morning by Annie Max Golf Tournament benefiting service dogs for veterans. And it's almost here. You can become a sponsor by visiting fetchtheballcharity.com. Use the promo code ROCK and you'll get a free gift. Start with a story out of North Carolina. This is tragic and I don't know how this happened, but an ill-fated prank led to the tragic and heart-wrenching North Carolina woman's accidental death, according to the district attorney, Andrew Murray. So, Rachel Olivia Buchanan, 19 years old, was shot and killed in a remote area just outside of the city limits of Hendersonville by her boyfriend, Chris Shields Jr., and a friend. So, Murray said that Buchanan and Shields were invited to the house of another couple, James Barber and his fiancée, Autumn Faith Nichols, to hang out. Well, while hanging out of the house, the two men left to go back to Buchanan's and Shields' home down the road for a phone charger. Due to a legend around the couple's home of a Black Panther on the prowl in the area, uh-huh. the two men carried firearms for their own safety. Uh, Murray said there is no doubt that several alleged Black Panther sightings 
had the residents on edge for their safety and well-being. So while the men were gone, Murray said that the women devised an ill-fated plan to play a prank on their respective boyfriend and fiancé by secreting themselves outside the house armed with a dozen expired eggs to throw at them. Murray said that he was told by Nichols that when they heard the men returning, she squatted to the ground to hide while Buchanan bent over from the waist to shrink. Uh, Nichols reported that she passed gas which caused both of the women to start laughing. The men who were positioned above the women hiding heard the laughter and perceived it as growling and sticks breaking. And men, all, the uh, both men also saw a dark figure and perceived this figure to be a threat. So both men proceeded to fire multiple rounds in the direction of the shadowy figure that they believed had growled and was moving. And according to Murray, after multiple rounds were fired, they heard Nichols screaming for help. Both men immediately dropped their guns and ran to help. They found Buchanan laying on the ground and unresponsive with multiple gunshot wounds, and they provided first aid until first responders arrived. Uh, Murray said in a statement, I'm convinced that the shooting and killing of Rachel Olivia Buchanan was a tragic and heart-wrenching accident. No criminal laws were violated by either participant in this shooting. So, uh, uh, What can you say about that? I don't know. I, You know, generally... You want to see what you're shooting before you start shooting? I, I would think so. You know? Or just blindly shooting to the woods, a la Man. Predator. Uh, Murray mentioned in a release that everyone involved tested negative for any impairing substances in their bloodstream. So, yeah. I mean, I do believe it was an accident, but I also think it sounds like there was some negligence involved yeah, as well. Yeah. So. A uh, Virgin Atlantic plane had to turn back midair and fly back to its departure airport as one of the pilots had not finished their training. Oh, oh my God. Flight VS3 had taken off from London and was bound for New York. I got to be back by four because I'm, I'm taking landing class. On Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and they were over Ireland when they had to turn back around. The first officer had apparently not completed the, quote, final assessment flight, which Virgin Atlantic requires for its own rules, though all the pilots that the and the airline did not break any U.K. aviation and safety regulations. The identity of the pilot who did not complete their training is unknown. A Virgin Atlantic spokesperson said that both the pilots on the plane were fully licensed and qualified and said that the safety of the flight was not compromised. So, technically, the guy was fine well, to fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they ticked off when his mother dropped him off at the airport? <laughs> Uh, they, they say turned around. Like, yeah, they had to. Yeah, per their company policy, uh, they said a new pilot was then assigned to uh, the flight back at Heathrow. The plane took off again, and uh, they were two hours and forty minutes late. I'd as be, a result, I'd be asking to see diplomas when I got onto yeah. that flight. Yep. All right, a piece of property in the lost and found at Salt Lake City International Airport has been claimed after nearly a year, and the item was a taxidermied rat. <laughs> The rat was returned to its rightful owner after she recognized it in a TV news report. What? Carrie Paulson said she returned to she returned to Utah from New York in August after attending a taxidermy class and was dismayed when she arrived home and realized that she'd lost her rat. Oh, my God, that's my rat. Uh, she feared that she'd left it in a ride-sharing car, and so she didn't check the lost and found at the airport. Uh, meanwhile, the rat was in good hands at the lost and found, as the supervisor noted, workers dubbed the rat Stuart and right, adopted, Stuart Little. That adopted it as an official mascot, often buying it hats. <laughs> Paulson said that she was delighted to be returned with her stuffed rat, which she says uh, the lost and found staff kept in good condition. I missed you so much. All right, a man is behind bars after police say he entered his neighbor's yard 
with a loaded shotgun and pointed it at several people. Uh, Brian Sarnowski walked onto the neighboring property while the homeowner and nine other guests were playing yard games. So the homeowner said, How come you didn't invite me? <laughs> <laughs> well, the shotgun, uh, Brian, the shotgun. <laughs> this is interesting what the homeowner did. He said, I saw a silhouette of a bald man with a shotgun sitting on his shoulder. And I just had to react. That's all, a fight-or-flight thing. So the homeowner says that he has never met the guy, his neighbor, although the suspect's backyard faces the yard where the incident occurred. He said, I got elbow-to-elbow with him, and I acted like I was his best friend. He said that that he had cameras, and we set off his cameras, and uh, we were never in his yard, not close to his yard. That's the reason he said he had come down here, though. Court documents state Sarnowski raised the 12-gauge shotgun that had a blue laser scope and two rounds inside with one round ready to fire, and he raised it multiple times at the crowd. And the homeowner said, as I was talking, he slowly brought the gun down about hip level, and I grabbed the barrel uh, with my left hand. Yeah. And his hand was actually on the trigger, and I put my hand in front of it. Uh, Sarnowski also told the crowd that he belonged to the FBI. <laughs> As well, which is not true. Yeah. Uh, FBI shows up with those uh, shotguns. Uh, throughout the unnerving ordeal, the homeowner said that he remained calm and continued to reason with the suspect. He said, I'm an agent with, with the FBI. He said, I didn't know if the safety was on or not. I was feeling uh, for the safety, and Jesus. I could never find it. And that's when the cop showed up. I didn't know if it was their lights or the voices, but I felt his grip loosen a little bit on the gun, and that's when I ripped it away from him. So his wow. reason for coming over was that he felt they were going in his backyard? Yeah, that they were setting off his, his, his cameras. Yeah. And they never went in his backyard. I need so to go kill him. He was probably done. Oh, by the way, Sarnowski, uh faces over 40 charges, including vandalism and defecating in a police car when he was arrested. Oh, man. Uh, and they didn't invite him to the party? <laughs> Brian's here. Everybody, watch. He's going to take a crap on the coffee table. Oh, my God. He really does it. Now shoot it with your shotgun. Pull. Uh, He was denied bond after being considered a danger to the community. So he's facing some uh, some serious charges. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right. So how much time left? Uh, Looks like we got about three minutes left for you to enter the word preset. That's contra cash keyword. All right, preset. Send that over now. Let's see if you win a little bit later on. And by the way, speaking of winning later on, listen for a Keenan's clip to play something that happened at one of our live broadcasts in North Wildwood. When you hear that be the 27th caller, you will win yourself some VIP passes and your own VIP table nice. to the event coming up on the 27th. That's why we're taking the 27th caller. It's brought to you by Coors Light, and uh, we want you to win. So be listening for that. It could happen any time during the show. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. And uh, we got our guest cavalcade beginning yep. when we return. So stay with us. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Bridge to the Beach. Celebrating 50 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 12th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. We'll start by crossing the Ben Franklin Bridge. Whether you ride to honor a loved one or in memory of someone you've lost, you ride for them and with them each and every mile. All Team WMMR. MMR riders get the official Team WMMR t-shirt courtesy of Wilson's Secret Sauce in Upper Darby. The ACS Bikeathon, another way 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. With home value. Uh, we're awaiting the arrival of our guest. Uh, there was a the mix-up with the address. Uh, he'll be here in just a minute during this segment. 
Uh, but I wanted to mention this. It's pretty cool. A couple of years ago, the President Steve Show uh, got the honor of being inducted into the Hall of Fame for the Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters. That's right. And uh, they have announced their 2022 Excellence in Broadcasting Awards earlier this year. The annual luncheon is today. And we have five people from our staff that are going to be recognized. How about that? In category. So first, I want to congratulate Sarah Parker and Nick Murphy for the Outstanding Use of Digital Media Award. And they got that for the Rock Breakdown. Which which is is great. A great segment that uh, you see Sarah in, but behind the camera is Nick Murphy doing uh, the work. Uh, Then you have Pierre Robert and Pancake and the WMMR team for Outstanding Radio Feature. And they won for the WMMR Remember September 11th, 20 Years Later program event. Which was amazing. And then finally, Bill Weston won. And the WMMR team for the Judges Merit Award. For 40 years of Pierre Robert. Excellent. Santa's got to go. Yep, Santa had to go. <laughs> I need you to stop talking. Santa's going to Harrisburg. Uh, I need you to stop talking and listen to me. <laughs> to go and uh, receive the award. So, congratulations. Is, is Harrisburg? Yeah, That's, That's where they're doing the, the uh, lunch. Uh, I don't know if... Uh, is Murph going? He is. He's not here. That's why he's not here. No, he's here. He's here. Yeah, he's hiding. I can't. From where I sit, I can't see him. Hi, Dick. I see your hands. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, That's and, awesome. And then another congratulations. I got this uh, email. That's it is from uh, Helena Gallant, and she says, uh, "Hey, y'all, Gadzooks. After ten long years, our Ben, former intern Ben, has graduated. I saw you this." He graduated. That was him. One more yeah. time, if you would, Casey, please. As you can imagine. Uh, and he graduated <laughs> from Temple with his Bachelor of Arts degree in Media Studies and Production. He is the godfather of the radio station at Radio Bucks at Bucks County Community College and has been in radio for as long as I've known him. This is from his wife, by the way. Uh, he is, or his his better half. I don't know if they're yeah. married or not. He married his mother. Uh, congratulations on you two getting married, by the way, if you haven't. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, he is also the genius mastermind behind the phrase, as you could imagine. <laughs> and it would mean a whole lot if you could give him a shout out on the air. Thanks so Absolutely. much. And that is from his better half, Helena. So congratulations. As you can imagine. That's really cool. That's one of the, that, that segment is a, is a very popular one on the, the Daily Rush uh, list uh, <laughs> where he, uh, he came in here a little winded oh and that's why he's uh, he's talking that way at the microphone that whole segment was great because <laughs> we had a uh, uh, an exotic dancer who was in here and she was talking about going to college and in class she would just get away with a with an easy grade without yeah. working hard uh-huh. and uh, Ben was not he didn't appreciate that you gotta be kidding me and he was, <laughs> it's like, goddamn ridiculous goddamn ridiculous <laughs> you wear a crop top and you get an A look at my fingers with <laughs> the bone over here it was so funny. That Daily Rush is one of my favorites. Uh, if you want to check that out, yeah. it's on our uh, YouTube page on Preston and Steve uh, YouTube page. Did you have something? No. Oh, I thought your hand was up. Um. Oh, it's okay. No, no. I'm just. I'm. Uh, I'm stretching. I'm not. No, I don't know why my hand was up. I have no idea. I'm just. Uh, there's, just been, there's been a couple of times where I've glanced over and I thought. So we do these hand signals. In it's the hand puppet Friday. Oh, is that yeah, what it yeah, is? That's what it is. <laughs> You're supposed to draw a face on your hand and make it talk for you. I mean, speaking of which, we are literally going to have a puppet on the air next week. I know. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, he's a comedian. Yeah, he's a comedian. But no, no, no. I uh, wait. I'm, who Nick? is it? Piff the magic dragon? No, 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 no. no, no. no. It is. Uh, oh gosh, uh, felt face. 
is okay. what this guy's name is. Hell face. Yeah, yeah you got the magic it. dragon. He wore a dragon suit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, com- uh, comedic uh, magician. I thought. I think he was funny. Piff might be touring at some point too, which is why I thought it might be him. I like Piff. I like Piff I as well. I thought we had him by here, didn't we? We did. We? We yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was in his full costume and everything. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's interesting when you have. Creatures like that, because we've had the fanatic in studio from time to time, and the fanatic doesn't say anything. Right, but right. he is one of my favorite radio guests that there is. So. Tremendous. Yeah. Um, so I don't. Breaking, breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. Our that comedian. came out of nowhere. What's up? Well, our comedian is here. I just oh, wanted to okay. jump in. Well, that's uh, he's uh, on news. the elevator as we. Speak. Oh, okay. So he doesn't yeah. even get to go into the Acme Lounge. No, he's coming straight off the elevator. We have candy bars ready for him. Brought yeah. into here. Do we have Hang candy on. bars? I think here? so. We got candy bars. I well, those that. were. Yeah, there's usually they're, they're for guests. We'll put a basket of uh, M and M's yeah. out there. Oh, okay, M and M's. Sorry. Are you serious? I They're not for you. I didn't know I'm this. Aware. Apparently, <laughs> I, actually, I do you're work right. here. You shouldn't have told Nick. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> where did the candy go? I didn't. I didn't realize. He has the chocolate around his mouth. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what you're talking about. Well, to be honest with you, I'm an outrage. It's a freaking outrage. Whenever I see my fingers to the bone, she wears a halter top and gets a master's degree. What were you going to say? No, no, just whenever I see that basket out there with the M&Ms in mm-hmm. the basket, I'm so surprised that there are still M&Ms in that basket because usually if you put something out on that table... She puts them away. It's, it's free range. She knows. She's, yeah. she's wise. She's smart. Absolutely. Oh, uh, by the way, I also wanted to mention something. We This is this is a, a very... Breaking news? ...good sign of oh, the times. Man. Not really. Breaking no, it's not... Breaking news. It's not breaking news. We go now to the news center high atop One Bella Plaza... <laughs> <laughs> and our correspondent Preston Elliott with breaking news. Uh, we are uh, we live interns have returned Whoa. to the Preston. So we would like to welcome intern Aaron uh, to yeah. the family of the Preston and Steve show, and uh, she will be helping out. We're going to have different interns each day. So we had suspended, obviously, to COVID. Uh, the internship program went away, and uh, it, it's it, you know. What, what, listen, I, I do have to admit, having fewer staff around was kind of a nice change for a little while. Um, it is so great to have more people circulating back in. Well, and the truth of the matter is, is that Marissa runs a great program that actually uh, you get to experience what it's like to produce a show like this and be a mm-hmm. part of this. And, and it was always good knowing that in a way we were helping sending people out into the yep. world with a real taste of what radio is like. Maybe we can have a, a weekly segment with Erin on her hair alone <laughs> because <laughs> she has like a giga- gigantic head of red hair that yeah. I'm imagining the maintenance on that must be... Quite voluminous YouTube videos. That's YouTube what I'm thinking. videos. How to dry your hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe something like that. All right, and with that, just in time, yeah, our hey. guest has Woo! arrived. Hey, he made it. Studio. Fresh from his Uber driver's mess up, ladies and gentlemen, he will be <laughs> at Punchline tonight and tomorrow. Please welcome Jesus Trejo. Everybody, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, there's more than one address with the same number. <laughs> yeah. So, what? Tell us about your, your little adventure this morning getting here. Uh, I tip my Uber driver fifty bucks cash. Yeah, because I wanted him to pretend we were family. <laughs> he was good. He got out. We hugged and everything. He waved at me, and he said, "What radio station are you going to?" I'm like, "I don't know." Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I'm 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 here. There was a the whole thing. All right. Well, well you glad you're here. Yeah. I'm in right. here. Never on time, but yeah. No, you were trying to be on time. Not your fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was here. Yeah, for sure. You are exonerated in this whole thing. Yeah. Yes. So we're we're Thank at one so Bala Plaza. He ended up going where, Casey? <laughs> to like one Bala Avenue. Which yeah. isn't far away, it is. but and it sounds dangerous too because "bala" in Spanish means bullet. So I'm like, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> oh. 
Club. Yeah, I've worked yeah. here for 20 plus years. I didn't know that Balamance uh, meant that. I'm, I'm here to like <laughs> enlighten us. Teach. Yeah. Right? yeah. 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 Thanks. So, so Bala, it was a whole thing. I was uh, <laughs> we're going to Bullet Avenue. <laughs> yeah, Bullet Avenue. One bullet. Like, that's all you need, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anyway. And then yeah. you got here and you saw how rough this place is. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful, man. You guys yeah, thank you. have staplers and stuff. Listen, it's our first time meeting, so uh, it is nice to meet you. Pleasure to meet you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. No, no yeah, problem. Yeah. Let's find out a little bit about you. Where are you from and, and uh, getting into comedy and all that stuff? Yeah, no, I am uh, from Long Beach, California, born and raised. Uh, I am Mexican uh, and an only child, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> you don't have that a lot. I was on Ripley's Believe It or Not because of it. So. <laughs> it, it is stunning, I have to say. It, it really is. Like, I grew up confused. I never understood how I still had hand-me-downs growing up. <laughs> but with no other siblings. Yeah, it's hard to pick up girls in your mom's blouse kind of thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Let me ask you. So, Long Beach, uh, that's where the Queen Mary is, right? Absolutely. Did- I grew up just down the street from the Queen Mary. Right, which is our hotel. Is it like here with the Liberty Bell? No one goes and visits it because because it's right here? Or is that a big thing in Long Beach? It's a big touristy it thing is? for sure. Yeah. yeah, but it's, you know, <clears throat> growing up, I would, I would go down to the Queen Mary. My first job. As a matter of fact, was at the Queen Mary during oh, wow. uh, Halloween. They have oh, events it, there and stuff. Too. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's haunted, supposedly, yeah. right? Oh, oh, it's haunted for sure. Yeah. My first job there was uh, uh, scaring people in the maze for Halloween. Oh, wow, And man. they put you in the boiler room, which is probably the most yeah. uh, haunted place. Dude, that's place. awesome. And, and, and you would hear steps. Thank you so much. I mean, like, you would hear steps, and then, uh, yeah, it's like, I only worked there for like two weeks. So I'm like, I'm hearing steps. So like, yeah, it's, it's your peers. Like, I'm good. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. All right, well, that's cool. Yeah, I always, I, I love. We have a ship here. That's the. Uh, I don't know. Is it still here? The United States. It's still there. Yeah. yeah. I thought it would be great to turn that into a haunted attraction or something like that. You know, and and those, you can't help it. They're creepy. You know. Yeah, those things, man. It's like. Whoever can get a hold of an old building and you just think it's, like, creepy, that's half of the work right there. Exactly. Just, you're just charging people to go into a rundown place, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> what a great, foolproof business plan. Yes. You, you, well, totally. while you're here, you got to check out the prison. Eastern State Penitentiary is, is it's, it's one of the top haunted really? tracks. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. yeah. it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. I'm, 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 I stay away from that kind of stuff, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, I get scared very easy. So. Do you? Really? Oh, yeah, I'm not built like that. No way. Are, you, are your, your family's religious? Yeah. Very religious. And so the, a lot of times I had a, a, a friend who was Mexican growing up, and his family was did not want anything to do with horror movies, Ouija boards, and ah, uh, stay the hell away. Yeah, why would you want anything with a Ouija board? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm superstitious that way. I mean, I grew, I grew up with, you know, hardworking Mexican parents. My dad was a gardener. Used to go out working with him. No matter how much I helped him, he always told me that I was lazy. Yeah. And he, one time he told me that I'm lazy, if, and if I was a transformer, I'd be a futon. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's a comedian. Like who writes that on a birthday card? You know? <laughs> so they held you to a standard, right? What's that? Their parents held you to a standard. Yeah, oh yeah, they held what? me to a standard. Like uh, it, it, it was just like my parents are from Mexico. I'm born and raised in Long Beach, so certain things I couldn't explain to them. Like, try explaining ripped jeans to your immigrant parents. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a hard sell. I remember one time walking out of the door, going to a show. My dad's like, hey, don't go anywhere. You can't go on stage. Your pants are ripped. <laughs> and he got me. I looked down. I'm like, no, I bought them this way. He's like, wait a minute. You bought them like that? Yeah. Really? I'm like, yeah. He's like, how much you paying? Like, 50 bucks? He's like, I give you something for free right here. Right, right. right. So no one's going to believe that your pants ripped telling jokes. Like, <laughs> Did they react? When you, when you uh, said comedy... 
Was that received warmly by them when you uh, said you wanted to do this? Warmly in the fact that my dad's face just turned red. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't work this hard for you to tell jokes. Yeah, Yeah. man. So my upbringing as a comic started at the comedy store. So I worked there for a couple years. Legendary. Yeah, Yeah, legendary. Uh, Rest in peace, Mitzi Shore, you know, who ran the club uh, for a long time. So I kind of cut my teeth there uh, as far as... You know, just learning the craft and, you know, I parked cars, I did maintenance, whatever it took for stage time. By know? the way, some of the, the, the most famous comedians in the world did that same progression where mm-hmm. you, you work the door and, and that's how you, you kind of help yourself get time on stage and you can bump yourself up a little bit. So yes, sir. that's that had to be mind-blowing to you to have that. I mean, that was great. I mean, to be in the company of like, uh, you know, your, your Bill Hicks, your Sam yeah. Kinison, people who have walked through that door right. of like... Jim Carrey, Richard Pryor. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. I mean, just so many. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody, anybody, any comedic name that you can think of walked through those doors and and took the stage there. Yes, sir. And and, and it's such an amazing institution that to be able to even park a car or clean a toilet there to (laughs) me felt legendary. My dad's like... You have a college degree, man. Yeah. <laughs> like you went to college for this. Had you? Yeah. My, my dad always would say, "He's like, if you knew you wanted to be a clown, you couldn't like save money not gone to college." I'm like, I'm not a clown. He's like, Well, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so it's tough. What did you uh, graduate to? What kind of degree did you graduate with? Uh, marketing degree. Okay, that's actually good. Yeah. To, to I mean, it's at least it's. Jermaine to what you do yeah. to market yourself a bit, you know? And if you come to my shows, you'll see that I didn't, I didn't really pay attention in class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I'm learning how to market stuff. No, but it, it, I wouldn't have it any other way. I went to college, studied, ended up at the comedy store and just learned the ropes there and be able to see the best comedians night after night perform. It basically was just like I, I was getting a... Paid to learn. Essentially. Well, you, 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 and you. I was cracking up. You were recounting a story, doing some some research on you, and you were uh-huh. talking about something because I did stand up for a while, and you took a, a, a nice a story about doing a college at eleven o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, and it, 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 tell tell the story because I've told a very similar story on really? this show, same sort of experience. So one of the worst gigs I I ever remember is me showing up to a college 11 a.m. They're ready to go. I'm performing. 11 a.m. for stand-up. 11 a.m. Yeah, yeah. It's at a food court. <laughs> and I show up, and I'm like, all right, well, you, you know, let's have at it. And yeah. uh, so the, you know, the person leading the event comes out. I said, okay, I'm here. You know, let's do this. And uh, I'm, like, I'm like, where's the stage? It's like, oh, we couldn't find it. <laughs> There were some pieces missing for the stage, so we couldn't build the whole thing. We just decided not to go and build it. I said, sure, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like, uh, where's the show going to be? It's like right here. I'm like, do people know? It's like, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm like, so where are the signs? It's like, oh, our printer doesn't work. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, that's oh fun. God. So how are people like going to find out about it? So I just kind of keep that to myself, and I said, do you at least have a microphone? Oh, no. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, we have a microphone, of course. It's wireless. I'm like, where's the speaker? It's like right over there. It's pointed in a weird direction. Yeah. So now it's like, hey, you're on in five. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so the host forgets my name. Is He goes on stage, and I, by stage I mean just walks up <laughs> and just starts talking to the microphone. He's like, oh, for your comedic pleasure, and looks at me. He goes, he kind of like mouths this to me and goes, what's your name? <laughs> and then he goes, 
Here you go. And just baton passes a mic to me. Here you go. I got to take the non-existing stage now. Yeah. And I go up there and I'm just talking. I'm, I'm, and you have to do an hour at these college shows. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they time it. They set the timer. You got to do the hour. Oh. And I'm sitting there 20 minutes into it. I'm, I'm, I'm sweating through a denim <laughs> jacket. Oh. And, I, and, and I look back at the, at, at the promoter and I'm like, you know, no one's laughing. I'm shrugging my shoulders, and it gives me the thumbs up. You're killing me. <laughs> you know what happens? And you'll, you'll back this up. The reason why colleges were so good for a while, and I, I don't know if it's still the same, they have a budget, they've got to spend it, or they don't get that 100%. the next year, so they have money to burn. So when I did, I did the exact same situation. Really? Food court, except I'm told on this show, they didn't hand me a microphone. Do you know what they handed me? A megaphone, like an old style conical, where With you hold batteries a, like, like, batteries. No, not even a Is megaphone. Just a piece of paper. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make a sing. cone out of yeah. this, buddy. Yeah. I'm like, are you having kidding me? Like, you know, like at sporting events where they yell through, you know, <laughs> the, oh cheerleaders. The, the cheerleaders. The cheerleaders use. But you know what? And, and I've I've never done stand up before, but but being in this job, I've had to host events and things oh, yeah, like yeah. that. And I've shown up uh-huh. at some stuff and gone, really? <laughs> and then you just go. Okay. Exactly. Just do it. You and, know. And, and the kicker to that gig was that the it, with the food court there was a restaurant under construction. Oh no! So you can hear a glorious jackhammer Are in the back. <laughs> so I'm competing with the construction crew. Yeah. I, I mean, but it happens all the time. There was another one. I, I'll never forget this. This was a city college gig that I got hired for. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't in the food court. I wish I was in the food court, put it like this. But they put me in a hallway. And and there was like a little podium thing like underneath the staircase. And they're like, yeah, you know, just sit here. And there's a couple chairs there. I could have done the same five minutes worth of material and got a different crowd. (laughs) People are just shuffling in front of me. Yeah. So the other day, so the other day, so the other day, I could have said that for an hour. And and people were like, oh, there was a comic performer here. But, you know, you figure it out. They don't care how it goes. They they, they just want, they they want to, they want to be able to show whoever's ever providing the budget. Yeah, I booked this show. I booked this show. I booked this show. And, and as long as they can do that, it doesn't matter. So that's why you end up playing a hallway. Yeah. But of all hell gigs, like recently with um, Chappelle getting clipped on stage, have you ever had somebody rush the stage or have you ever had, a, a, like, a physical in- encounter? Because a lot of comedians talking about that now with what just went down. Yeah, it's it's, it's really scary. I'm, I mean, the worst that's happened to me is, like, I had a guy waiting for me at my car. Oh. And uh, after a gig, and I, I, I mean, I... I made it easy for the guy. I mean, I parked at the back door of the venue. There was only one car there. I come out, he's sitting on the hood of the car. He's like, what were you talking about on stage about me? I said, oh, I can't remember, man. <laughs> My memory's terrible. And, uh, I mean, these situations happen. It's scary. And, uh, you know, I've been I've, I've been jogging every day just in case. You know I mean, you got to <laughs> run away. Be ready to run. You got to get your endurance up, man. Uh, I am not a fighter. I can't I can't fight. Nor is it your job. A good a good venue and you 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 you're playing a good venue with punchline. They 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 have a uh you know they know what to do. And listen, it shouldn't be the case. If you don't yeah. if you're not if you're not a, Here's a little uh a caveat to all this. If you're not the laughing type, don't go to a comedy show. Sure. Yeah, don't, you know. Yeah, look the comic up ahead of time. Yeah. If it's to your liking, great. If not, don't yeah. go and yeah, I, I can't fight, man. I I, t- I I took karate as a kid, but man, like, 
I got all the way up to Orange Belt, which is just perfect attendance. Other than that, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing up there. Orange yep. is perfect attendance? Yeah. 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 Run. Uh, Jesus, I wanted to ask you about uh, your show, Tacos con Toro. Yes, sir. Uh, that is where you sit down with other comedians. I saw, I'm looking at a clip of this right now, and so I see Mark Maron and Bobby Lee. And yeah. What's the show all about? So we're working right now on the third season, uh, working with the great people over at First We Feast Complex Media, and we got this show called Tacos Con Todo, which basically we map out a whole uh, where all the great taco spots in L.A. are, which is at every turn. Yeah. Oh, you're and talking about language. With, yeah, yeah, we sit down with comics and we chop it up, but this season it's going to be really, really amazing. We got, you know, Bobby Lee, like you said, and... Uh, Mark Marin, we sat down. I took him to one of the most amazing birria spots, which is goat meat. And okay. I took him down there. Yeah. We need you to go to, there's a spot over here. Um, Foxy Lady Chef has a, uh, oh my gosh, what's the name of her spot? What's it called? Uh, Juanita uh, Juana Tamale. You got to go there. Um, which, which he's doing is build as as West, like West Coast. Taco, yeah. Right? So there was there there weren't any places around here that were like what she saw out west. Oh, and, really? uh, and, and how do you say Bria? Bria. Okay, B I R R I A. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> I'm white. No, uh, no, you yeah. know they do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, she. Uh, it is. Uh, it's an amazing, amazing spot, and it's in like South Philly. It's, it's taken it's, off. Yeah, you know, totally yeah. taken off. But I mean, if if that's what you like. Yeah. No, I'm I'm into it. As I was coming up here, I was told that there was a lady who has a, a pop-up in her backyard and makes like a birria type thing and uh, was featured on some show on, on Netflix. It, is that what we're talking might, about? Is it, is it, possible it, it might be. I don't, I don't yeah. really know. She's definitely making waves. And, and so her deal is uh, she was running her stuff out of a uh, underground art. So it was a, a, another sort of like musical venue. And she was running her, her, her uh, thing out of there. And then the pandemic happened, blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, took off. she had a really nice following on, on Instagram. And that's how I ended up uh, finding out about her about a year ago. She's also a big weed aficionado. She's a big <laughs> weed aficionado. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, she, I feel like we can relate. <laughs> she can, she can well, what's what's your preference for for for? I mean, are all is there any bad taco or are all tacos? I'm talking about weed. I'm like I'm more of a sativa <laughs> kind of guy. <laughs> They are related, right? I thought that's where you're going with it. I'm like, all right, let's have my answer ready. (laughs) There's a place called South Philly Barbacoa. I think that's the one you saw on Netflix, and and that That one's great, too. So the one that Casey recommended is is phenomenal. Um, uh, uh, Foxy Lady Chef is great, but South Philly Barbacoa, I think that's the one you saw on on, uh, Chef's Table, right? Yes. Yeah, and that's that's really damn good. And that's one of those ones where you have to get there at, like, 10 in the morning, 11 in the morning, because whatever they make for the day, it's done. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that? Every day it is, and uh, listen. Oh my God. I don't know how many times you've been to Philly, but it's a great food town. There is a lot of really great uh, restaurants in the city. It's a great food town. I'm I'm curious to go because everyone has a preference. Uh, Philly cheesesteak is to Philly what tacos are to L.A. Everyone <laughs> yeah. has their like. You can't go there. You yep. gotta go over here. No, you're spot no, that's on. That's a tourist spot, and you're like, no, that's pretty authentic. So, as far as Philly cheese, what's the spot? <laughs> So again, uh, it's, well, it's, you're it's, gonna get five different answers. It's a litmus here. test. Yeah, I'll tell you what. what I it, like gems. Like gems. That's what one I've, I've heard a lot more. I, yeah. I, I like. Pass. I like. I like Genos. Yeah. I, but I also honestly, <laughs> I like. Don- three I like, answers already. So the actual there's <laughs> really? actually the place donkeys. Donkeys in Camden. In, in, yeah. It's, it's, it's in to. Jersey. Yeah. 
That's a rocking. And some people don't consider it. Yeah, some people don't consider an actual cheesesteak because uh, it's it's served. It's such a tough thing. A though, poppy right? Kaiser roll. He just told us that he was scared to come here because bala means bullet in Spanish. <laughs> don't send him to Candon. No, I'll go over there. I've, I've, I've done uh, colleges over there, uh, Rutgers. Uh, there you yeah, go. Sure. It's it's you know it. I'm not scared. I mean, I mean, I grew up in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so uh, what's your favorite? Again, you probably won't have one single answer, but what's your favorite taco? You know what? One of my favorites is this place called Evil Cooks, right? So it's a couple, and uh, they're very heavy metal. There's a pentagram on the side of, a, of, of, of their truck, but they operate out of a front yard of a house. And they have some of the most amazing tacos ever. They stamp all the tortillas with like a, like a carbon... Uh, like a charcoal kind of uh, a pentagram thing. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. So That's I don't great. know if you guys are familiar with Al Pastor. Which um, is like the like a almost like a shawarma thing that kind oh. of spins and it's red. So okay. that's yeah. al pastor. Okay, they do one, but it's uh, all black. And what the reason it's all black is because it's an old Aztec recipe, and it's like spices and that kind of thing. So it looks off, but is it is the most delicious thing. Also, chorizo. They have chorizo tacos, which is green instead of red. Okay. Uh, is, is, yeah, is, there it is. And it, it, it is the most Wow. They, they make an Al Pastor thing out of squid. So this guy is... Wow. I mean, he's thinking outside of the box. Love that. They're, they're, they're doing... They, he has some uh, dessert tacos, and it's like cheesecake. There's a squid, squid. deal. Oh, Holy God. hell. Wow, that looks good. Uh, I don't do squid. I love squid. That <laughs> is true. Is, it, is it the hotter the better for you, or is it is it is it all nuances? It, it just depends what I got to do the next day. Yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> how spicy are we going? Yeah. A green sauce, red sauce, it's almost like yeah. a, a, a green or a red, a, a blue or red pill. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Depends what you want to do tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you want to be in the Matrix? Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, they got some amazing dessert tacos. These, uh, so this guy has a taco with a churro in it. Jeez. Then there's another one that has like a uh, a flan taco, and they have like Ooh, rose petals flan. and mint. So these guys run a street taco stand, but it's like a cordon it. bleu Michelin experience. Wow. Oh, okay. Man. All right. Next so, time I'm headed to L.A., I'm consulting your social media for sure. Man. Oh, let's go yeah. together, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, listen, I, I love a taco. If I go to any, like, sort of food truck festival, I'm going to the taco truck first. Um, it, it's my... But, at the same time, mm-hmm. I love Taco Bell. What are your thoughts on Taco Bell? Because I'm, I'm... I mean, I'm going to Taco Bell today for... I was talking time. about, uh, I like weed. I'm a sativa guy, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taco Bell's right there. They're, they're hand in hand. Yeah. They're, they're basically uh, yeah. medicinal. Yeah, and yeah. by the way, you know New Jersey's... Uh, Jersey's recreational now. You know that, right? So... I did not know If you that. do go yeah. to Donkey's, you can go stop somewhere else while you're <laughs> That's over great. <laughs> yeah. Hey, That's what? a great way to put it. It's like Taco Bell can be medicinal. <laughs> <laughs> you got some stuff you want to get rid of? Yeah. Get to yeah, Taco yeah. Bell. <laughs> Empty the trunk. I want to <laughs> tuning in. Uh, Jesus Trejo is going to be at uh, Punchline uh, tonight and tomorrow. Real quick, I wanted to ask oh, a sure, question yeah. because uh, Steve, you had mentioned you know Jesus and your and your parents being very religious and yes, uh, your name Jesus. Is that a result of your parents' religion or? I'm going to say yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 like Jesus, it's such a. It's such an odd thing, and and I don't, yeah, I don't know exactly why they named me that, but it was like, what, cool. how how often you get the, the someone calling you Jesus that that sees the name written or, all the time, all, all the, the time. time. You know what's interesting? So I do shows in Mexico. I go to Mexico, and my birth certificate. They're looking at it, and the promoter, the the paperwork that they had did yeah. not match because they didn't have the. What can only be described as a, the accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know, yeah. That's how you pronounce yeah, it. But, <laughs> yeah, so the thing. So they're looking at my paperwork, and they're like, yeah, your name is not Jesus Trejo. 
it's it's Jesus Trejo. This is it, wow. It, I'm, I'm at Benito Juarez Airport in Mexico City, and they're not letting me through because of Jeez. the mismatch, wow. and they're being real sticklers about yeah. it. And I'm I'm there, and then you know they have to call over another guy. And he's like. It's fine. It's it's Jesus. <laughs> but they literally were looking at the thing, and it made me realize. They I started get... spiraling. I'm like, is my real name Jesus Trejo? <laughs> Am I Jesus? <laughs> Legally. Uh, that's wow. kinda, that's, okay. that's crazy. That's, I didn't yeah. realize they'd be that much of a stickler. Uh, but, but, I didn't either. I'm, I mean, I've gone a bunch of times, never in that capacity. I mean, when I started going to Mexico to perform, uh, never in that capacity. And that's when they got me. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, Hey, Ma, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> but you forgot yeah, yeah. the accent, and apparently my real name is Jesus Trejo. Yeah. Well, what yeah. about Trejo? Because you have, obviously, you get the Danny Trejo thing, right? Yeah. Uh, all n- the time. N- not related at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I met him once when I was in high school at a car <laughs> show. He was, like, the coolest guy ever. Yeah. And actually, a couple months ago, I saw him at a red light and uh, off a of sunset, and I turned around, I'm like, no way. <laughs> Roll down the window, I'm like, hey, over here. Yeah. Did you see the documentary about, uh, we had, we've had about a couple times, and there's a documentary, uh, his, his prisoner number, about his time in, uh, I think it was Chino, where he was. Oh, wow. And holy hell. First I would the, love to see that. The, the, I mean, and the guy has become, through all the crap he's gone through, the most inspiring He's also funny, dude. funny, dude. He's funny. Yeah. He's yeah. funny guy. He's yeah. 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 And, and, and uh, I love his philosophy when it comes for him, like when it comes down to choosing roles. I don't know if you guys heard of that. Yeah, no. He'll only do a role for a bad guy if the bad guy dies. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's like if, if, if you look it up, it's a whole thing that he subscribes to. And I think that's a... Wow. I, I mean, t- talk about artist integrity. Like mm. he, he, huh. he plays usually a certain type of character, but he makes sure that... You know, this hmm. character doesn't kind of move on, kind of thing. Wow. Well, he, he goes and does the scared straight stuff and all. You know, he'll, he'll go, he talks to prisoners all the time, takes really? out his own schedule. Yeah. He's got a restaurant too, doesn't he? Yep. Yes, he, he does. does. Yeah. Trejo Tacos. Yeah. 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 Have you been there yet for yeah, the yeah. show? Yeah, yeah. He has donut shops. He has a bunch of stuff. That guy's a, That's right. an amazing businessman, just an all around the swell guy. That's wow. awesome. Um, you don't get free tacos at Trejo Tacos, do you? You should. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'll pull out my ID, but I would love to like wow. meet him, meet him. Well, we're, we're, we have to wrap this interview up, but I just, before we get rid of you here, yes, I sir. wanted to sing you a song uh, that I sang at Bible school every single day. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, How do you spell relief? J-E-S-U-S. J is just for asking. E is for easy. S is for salvation. U-S for us. How do you spell relief? You guys embarrassed for me yet? Yes. Yeah. It took about a quarter of a second. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm embarrassed for myself as well, but that's for you, G. There'll be barrels of Kool-Aid when you leave. You can take a sip. They're laced with cyanide. Never had that happen before, have you? No, no. I did always remember. No, I always remember. He said he was going to sing, and then he starts reading it. I'm like, oh, that's singing. Okay. I don't know what they called singing at that school, but uh, I appreciate you saying that out loud to me. Yeah. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was very sweet, brother. I appreciate that. Jesus is at Punchline tonight and tomorrow. Two shows both nights, 730, 945. You can get tickets at punchline.philly.com. Nice to meet you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good time. Philadelphia, get your addresses correct with your Uber driver. <laughs> yes, sir. Next destination. Yes, sir. Jesus Trejo. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. We're going to get actress Sean Young on when we return. Stay there. Did something happen? It's MMR's Concerts Cash. We were just talking about how to spend $500. Yeah. Yeah. Tune in with
weekdays, even hours. I think you know this already, but you've won 500 bucks. Yes, I won. Great yes. day in the morning. You could win 500 bucks, plus a pair of tickets to the MMRBQ May 21st. Congratulations on winning the cash, my man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Love it. See official rules and details at WMMR.com. Cash. Sponsored by AAA Distributor on Grand Avenue. In stock, kitchen, bath, and flooring products. 93.3 WMMR. Thank you for listening. Cheers. WMMR Rock. So, I think, you know what? We didn't even do this last week. We missed a week. We did. Connoisseur. So, I think we need to do that now. So, we make sure that you're well fed. It's and... time for the lost edition of the Connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. The lost edition. All right, we're going to start with uh, something local. The place just opened uh, a few days ago, and it is the largest outdoor restaurant in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And it's called Liberty Point. And it's got a great view. It's right there uh, on the Delaware River, uh, Penn's Landing. Are you a big Al Fresco guy? Yeah. I love to do that. Outside. It's so nice. Yeah, it's wonderful. Especially in the dead of winter. Yeah, no, it's no. the best when you do it. No, when you get a great day like yesterday... And you can be outside eating a meal. It's wonderful. Uh, so it's at the Independent Seaport Museum. Yeah, it was yeah, perfect, right actually. Right there yeah. at Penn's Landing. So uh, it's over 25,000 square feet. So to give you an idea of what that size is like, by comparison, the city's second largest restaurant is the nearby Morgan's Pier uh, on the Delaware. That has a capacity of 500. This has a capacity of 1,400. Yeah. That's how, how you, big this place is. How do you staff that? If you, Good question. I, mean, I think they're looking to, well, they have 150 employees, five bars and seven event spaces, wow. uh, ringing the museum's exterior on uh, three main levels. Uh, so, yeah, pretty cool. It is designed to be a sit-down dining experience with live music for families and tourists. While Morgan's Pier typically draws a younger adult crowd seeking a backyard barbecue or beer garden, they say. Uh, Michael Klein is the one who wrote this article. Entertainment will include live music Friday and Saturday and DJs throughout the week at the street levels, a 75-seat indoor bar slash dining room that will be open year-round. You know what? There's still, again, with that whole area, um, there's still so much work to be done and so much potential yeah. uh, still unrealized. I'm excited for them to progress because there was also that plan of having... Every half mile or so, some sort of park-like situation. There is a $2.2 billion plan yeah. for all of Penn's Landing that's uh, in the works, Steve. I love Twelve it. new towers of homes, shops, and offices on either side of the park are being planned over the highway uh, between Chestnut and Walnut. They say they're actually hiring new people to play with themselves along the pier. So oh, that, goodness, yeah. yes. We have to watch and talk about while we're eating our wonderful dinner at Liberty Point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally no, on board. No, no, it's like, hey, hey. Oh, my God. I'm on board with all of this stuff. I just You, you go to some other cities' waterfronts, and they're just... Great, and uh, you know you want to make this a place where you know not only just tourist destination, but you know. In case it, it, I mean, obviously it's going to cost money, yeah. but it will make a it crap load of money. money. Yeah. And I was wondering about that in general, Steve. Like, okay, so it's a two point two billion dollar investment. Yeah, it's like okay. a billion. It's like a billion, but <laughs> twice that. Um, <laughs> That's one of the guys. Yeah. So now, Frank Casey, do you have that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have that right, right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But how many Lord he's touching his own penis. How much how much of that two point two billion actually done then and not just in retail, like right. how much of that 
ends up getting reinvested back into the city. Now, hear me out. By, uh, like, you have to pay taxes. I, I don't do, know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I so, so they're going to pay these, uh, the, you know, these contractors or whatever. Those contractors then have to pay taxes. Their employees for working in the city have to pay their city wage. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I know that no one, whatever it's going to happen, someone's going to make a lot of money somewhere. But, mm-hmm. but if 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 the whole thing that's just been sitting there, how long have we been for the years we've been doing this show? That we've always said, man, you know. Well, I'm fairly certain that Philadelphia has more waterfront property than any other city in the Northeast, maybe any other city in the country, and it also has, tremendous. Has, has the most amount of undeveloped uh, waterfront property. If you consider, you know, how much uh, of the Schuylkill and then the Delaware is mm-hmm. surrounds where the city is, um, even more than New York, uh, with you know all of the rivers and and uh, the sound around New York City. So. Um, but Casey, you know, that's part of the reason why there's um, significant hotel tax. You know, part of that is supposed to be reinvested into uh, tourism and, um, and you know, uh, investing in more people coming to the city in the first place. We just went to Chicago for the uh, Radio Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about a city that takes advantage mm-hmm. of its waterfront, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or at least the river that goes through there. Uh, once you get out to the lake, it's a little... A uh, little de- different, but um, yeah, you have all this. Uh, people want to be by water. They do. It, it I really, do. It really is a beautiful thing for us as human beings to sit. Let's and go there right now. Yeah. And look yeah. at. Um, but for a little while, the you know Delaware Avenue was a spot to go to. Like when was. I was in my early twenties, it was a, it was a cool spot to go to. It was you know you had, uh, nightclubs and and um, you would drive along and there was just stuff going on all over the place. Yeah, yeah, and then it sort of got away from that. People and, do want to be on the water. There are new. Uh, apartments going up in Conchalk and there's in Maniunk right on the Schuylkill River and I was driving uh, the other day it was after we had like a heavy uh, rainstorm and it was like diarrhea brown and I'm like oh wow luxury apartments on the yeah. water nice <laughs> you're right when when the rain kicks in that water turns it was awful. dirt brown it's like they, they, built, they built this complex a couple of apartment complexes in Maniunk that really faced the towpath water right you know yeah. we, so uh-huh. we're, we're we're a couple of dead ducks and rappers are floating <laughs> yeah all right. Well, anyhow, we're we're, we're talking about food here, gang. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. it's uh, the connoisseur. <laughs> so Liberty Liberty Point is now open. You can check that out. Uh, a couple of things I want to mention uh, as far as uh, local events too, uh, and this is MMR's big friggin' deal. The Skip Back Spring Wine Fest is happening. Oh, you live near Skip Back. It is my backyard essentially, and it is uh, the Wine Fest is May twenty first. Uh, and we have the big freaking deal. You can get two general admission tickets to the Skipback Spring Wine Fest uh, for $25, and that's half off the regular price. I went last year. I was there, and it was a lot of fun. It's great. Excellent. Uh, yeah, it, and Skipback is a wonderful little town yeah. to walk through. Yeah. It's a, it's a wonderful village, if you will. Do they have tours of your house when you're uh, like, like, <laughs> like Map of the Stars? Yeah. We'll, we'll open it up for uh, yeah. for the wine fest. Now that they have to cross Cosby off the list. <laughs> yeah. Our, our I'm most- no longer our most famous resident is not there any longer. Uh, well, so they have a, not there, but you talk about opening up your houses. Uh, my friends uh, used to live in the Delaware Water Gap, and they always had a music festival there uh, every year. It was like a like a bluegrass festival. Yep. I can't remember exactly uh, which type of music it was, but essentially people, their houses were open. and he you Were know, they like, serving food and stuff? No, oh. no. Uh, like, you know, but you'd be drinking and stuff like right. that, and, and strangers would walk in, and you'd, you know, you'd pour them a glass of wine or whatever. And I was, to me, that was weird, but he loved it. Huh? Yeah, okay. he and she, like, you know, Dan and, and Colleen. But uh, they, yeah, it was just 
that day or that weekend uh, magical. Was, well, for them it was, yeah. Uh, get your spring wine fest tickets now. The big friggin' deal, and that is uh, through the eighth. So this weekend it'll wrap up. You can do that now. All right, here's another event. Uh, that is taking place, and it's. I just got the press release this morning. Ardmore Restaurant Week is back, and tastier than ever. It says, <laughs> "I love Ardmore." Uh, so, well, then you'll love this, Steve, because foodies can find twenty, thirty, and forty dollars special three course menus at fourteen participating mm-hmm. restaurants, and that's between May twelfth and the twenty second. Is O Sushi on there? Do you see? The, yes, yeah. it is. Okay, yes. All right. yes. I've heard uh, good things. I haven't been yet. My son went. My son's new favorite food. Is sushi? He's, wow! Uh, yeah, he's, Lucky he's, you! Yeah, I'm. I'm excited that he's excited about it. Uh, we go to a place called Azi, which is not in Ardmore, but anyway, uh, he he's been raving about this Osushi place, and I got to check it out. Yeah, Osushi is in there. Uh, Otana, Buena Vista Mexican, Char and Stave, Iron Hill Brewery, Jack McShay's, John Henry's Pub, uh, Juice Junior, local wine and kitchen. So uh, you can get the full list at ArdmoreRestaurantWeek.com. Uh, so I love events like this. There's a place, uh, there's a ramen restaurant in Ardmore. I think yeah. it is. Where? Uh, Where's that? I think it's on Lancaster Avenue. Oh, I want to go to that place. Yeah. I If it's closed, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's, you know what? Finally yeah. pushed Steve to the brink. The <laughs> yeah. ramen place Black was closed. Oh, we got to the bottom of it. The, the ramen place closed down. <laughs> he was just dancing on thin ice to begin with. Oh, my God. <laughs> it has been tough because we're talking about like M&M's and cheesesteaks and... Tacos. Tacos. And now this guy. I'm, I'm, uh, I've been sitting here eating I'm a hoagie. I've been, I've been gnawing on a hoagie all morning from yeah. Primo's from yesterday. Gnawing on a hoagie. Yep. That's a good band. Gnawing on a hoagie. Nah, that's a, that's an album. Okay, record. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. an album. Gnawing yeah. on the a country hoagie. musings of <laughs> totally. Chet Hooverton. I'm just sitting here gnawing on a hoagie. <laughs> yeah. I'm writing it down, Hank. Gnawing on a hoagie. Gnawing. It's N A W N. No, 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 All right, uh, let me see what else I got here for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a sword. Man. <laughs> no, no, man. Another show for the record book. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a show. <laughs> We're gone. Kellogg's recently unveiled new Frosted Flakes Obi Wan Kenobi cereal. All right, does it just have Obi Wan Kenobi and Star Wars art on it, or is there something extraordinary about the flakes? <clears throat> so the cereal is said to pair the rich, chocolatey flavors of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes chocolate with the with seminal these... fluid of Obi Wan Kenobi. No, oh, oh. Lord. <laughs> I mean, really, it should be all about the blue milk and not the uh... yes. You know, with the sweet taste of original Kellogg's Frosted Flakes for a masterful combination of dark and light sides. Huh. So the dark side. Huh. Oh, I'm an idiot. Light side of the force. <laughs> Actually, you know what? They they never do, they don't mention the light side ever, do they? They no. they only mention the dark They're side. A bunch of downers. What is the other one like the regular side yeah. or the good side? They mention the, the light side, the bright side. They mention the two sides of the Schwartz. Uh, there's the good side and the bad side, right? Did right, they mention yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, y- yogurt. Oh yeah, he down. got the other one. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> there's two sides to the Schwartz. Uh, so it is set to hit shelves at retailers nationwide this spring. You remember when there were a lot of serial tie-ins to movies? All the time. I guess they don't. I don't. I don't hear of them that much because I don't really do a lot of shopping in the serial. I think what happens is if they do, yes, true. But there used to be commercials that would run constantly tying yeah. in the serial to whatever movie release was taking place. I think what happened is a lot of those serials tended to be uh, high in sugar. Yeah, so. <laughs> they're still putting presents in cereal boxes, right? No. <gasps> But the, the, the prize hidden inside? Yeah, they don't that? do that anymore? Not that I know of. They stopped doing they, that a long time ago, right? They, they're probably one or two out there that still occasionally do it. Um, what are you looking for? 
<laughs> I'm just a jerky I, maker. I, uh, no, but like whenever you got some, well, like Cracker Jack, for instance, uh, the best thing to get were the temporary tattoos. If you didn't get temporary tattoos, it wasn't even worth it. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you would have to look that up. I can't say definitively one way or another. They still put oh, prizes yeah, an intern that in could cereal look, look boxes. <laughs> yeah, Eric, yeah. look it up. Let us know. All right, um, here's another thing from the connoisseur. This one is for Mother's Day, which is this weekend. KFC is partnering with Pro Flowers for the introduction of the new Kentucky Fried Bouquet, pronounced uh, Bouquet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the Bouquet. Uh, do-it-yourself floral arrangements like to accompany uh, KFC's Sides Lover's Meal. Uh, the Kentucky Fried Bouquet. Uh, can feature KFC extra crispy chicken tenders or chicken, which is skewered and tucked into a vase alongside a blooming arrangement of a dozen multicolored roses. Is there, is there a KFC around here? Yeah, there's one right down the street. Mm, I yeah. think it closed. Who oh, did it? Yeah, it I, I, that's, I think yeah. it did close, Preston. Oh, okay. It was the one I would go to. Yep. And I, I, I think it's gone. Uh, then, then, then I would have to say no. That I know of. Between this and the ramen place, I'm really... <laughs> <laughs> I'm thing. fading fast. Uh, to score one for Mother's Day, simply order a KFC Side Lover's Meal online uh, or on the KFC mobile app for Mother's Day weekend between May 1st and May 3rd. You missed your window. So are you... I'm late with this. And it's sold out. It's sold oh, out. Yeah. Um, so do you... Uh, is there a particular food that uh, Rochelle... Um, ask for for Mother's Day, or is no, there... No, I mean, like, if I were to... If I... Our, usually, our special meal is sushi. Okay. Like, if we want to go out and we're, we're going to... We're spending money. We're going to have eat, fun. We're going to eat well tonight. All right. Or eat something we really like and have a good time. It's usually sushi. But you could... I could make a bouquet out of yeah. sushi rolls. Yeah. You know, like, good. Marissa made the uh, the pickle bouquet for me the one time, which is one of my favorite gifts of all time. Kathy, what, what's your... What, what do you want for Mother's Day? What meal do you want? No. God, I don't even. I don't even know. Uh, I'm not like eat. a. I, well, I'm not like a. Like like Preston, how he like enjoys it. I mean, yeah. listen, I <laughs> I enjoy eating, but like, there's nothing that I'm like, oh my god, uh, guess what I had? Mimosas. I mean, there's oh, orange juice al- in there. You, yeah. He said food. I know. <laughs> oh, alcohol. Oh, yeah. booze. Please. Oh, booze. Oh, we'll start yeah. in the morning with mimosas. There's we'll vitamin then, C in there. Yeah, we'll move on to the green juice that I'm calling it now, which is a margarita. Uh, we'll probably have like a high noon. Maybe uh-huh. we'll do a little glass of wine yeah. and then end it with a beer because you're already drunk. And you're like, yeah, but I want one more. We'll go for beer. <laughs> So the high noon thing, that is something... Yes, Kathy. You know what I mean, right? I totally know what you mean. And then I'll wake up Monday morning and be like, I didn't need that beer. Why did I do that? So high, high noon is a new trend, right? Like new-ish? I mean, I, yes, I, I guess new-ish, but it's just like any of the other seltzers, but they... Uh, but it's vodka-based. Yes, it, okay. it doesn't have Kathy, the malt in it. Kathy, m- my last move, though, is usually not recommended. It's not a beer, but, no, no, no. but my, I'm like... Uh, <laughs> I'm too full to drink a beer. Let me just do a shot of whiskey. Oh, okay. I just need one more. I one know. more something, and I don't want to fill myself up is, is anymore. It, is that the nail that does it? Is that is that the final the shot to put you, put you under? Uh, that sometimes, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Embarrassingly so, yes. Yeah. Quite often. I thought you were going to say shot of tequila, which is always my worst move. No. And, uh, and I don't know, 50% of the time makes me vomit. And But oh I know God. that, but my brain at that particular hour... Refuses to believe like, it. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's this, something in there. It's a good idea. Just go ahead. It's never a good idea. Yeah, it's the worst idea, it's but never. I'm going to do it anyway. I agree. This, this time. Yeah, this time. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to work. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't remember those other times. It's your the Obi Wan steps right, in and erases your memory. These are the nuggets you're looking for. Yeah. All right, so KFC is the Kentucky Fried Bouquet. If you were it is clever. They do clever marketing. But you can make one of those yourself too. Just buy, buy a bucket of chicken and and use uh, skewers and and uh, make a little arrangement for it and add some flowers into it. There you go. Um, okay, how about we stay with the. Um, with a fried chicken place, Popeyes has announced the release of its new Buffalo Ranch chicken sandwich. Okay. Uh, they confirmed the new sandwich is made with the same battered and breaded chicken as the first iteration of their chicken sandwich, as well as the same brioche bun and pickles. But it also includes a new Buffalo Ranch sauce that is said to combine the taste of herb, buttermilk, ranch, and cayenne pepper, salt, pepper, garlic, onion, natural butter flavor, and parsley. Buffalo sauce for buffalo chicken or buffalo pizza or, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. buffalo chicken pizza. What what is that sauce? What is a cla- what is the buffalo? How do you, how do you make how do you put some buffalo and buffalo sauce? Good question. Uh, really good question. I've never made it from scratch. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, Nick, if you wouldn't mind, just yeah, 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 pull up a recipe and we'll we'll let you know. Because um, I, I love it. I love buffalo dip. I love buffalo chicken pizza. I I I, I get the tuna, the sun kissed tuna in the packets. It is the there buffalo you go. sauce. There you go. But, uh, so uh, hot sauce, standard hot sauce is cayenne pepper, vinegar, and salt. So it's pretty watery. Yeah. Buffalo sauce, meanwhile, is that hot sauce that has been enhanced with butter and other ingredients. Uh, I don't know what the other ingredient. I guess it could change depending on the recipe, but the butter adds that thickness to it. Oh. So, so I'm, okay, I get it. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wimp for hot stuff, but and but most I never have really an issue with the buffalo sauce. I, I assume by nature it is more mild, right? Uh, what bu- buffalo sauce? sauce? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, it's been diluted a little. Okay, bit, I think so. that's how I'm able to. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, the mildness comes from I guess how much pepper you put in it. The like, mildness. Well, uh, you know, like buffalo sauce is. I don't know how to like uh, the the, the, the Scoville, uh, uh yeah. pepper that you put in. Uh, oh, I got you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. uh, yeah, depending on the hotness, the, the heat of that of the pepper of the sauce, the heat of the meat up. and the angle of the dough. Yeah, exactly. So, so it, it starts with a with whatever hot sauce you want. You want to use Frank's, you want to use Tabasco, whatever the standard hot sauce. So you can get some that are really right. super fiery hot, right? And then essentially you add butter and uh, and mm. and it says garlic powder. Mm. And that's your basic, uh, that's your buffalo sauce right there. So, okay, it's just, so essentially it's a diluted with butter okay. hot sauce. All right, that makes sense. Well, I'm curious to see what, the, and I, I will try this because I love Popeye's chicken sandwiches. And the the spicy chicken sandwich is just the regular chicken sandwich with a spicy sauce on it. So this is just going to be a different flavor yeah. to what that is. Yes, so. Steve, I have an important question for you. Yes. Uh, because this is one I go back and forth on quite a bit. Uh, do you prefer barbecue chicken pizza or buffalo chicken buffalo. pizza? Okay, every yeah. time? I'm not a big barbecue chicken guy. I would I go am. with barbecue. Yeah. 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 And, but I then there are moments in life where I waver <laughs> and I become the buffalo chicken guy. All right. Let me ask you it's, about barbecue. It's what they call schizophrenia. Do you like more spicy or sweet barbecue sweet. sauce? Me too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, that goes for almost all barbecue recipes, I think. Like mm-hmm. occasionally a little bit spicy can be fun, but I, I like a sweet barbecue. Chicken doesn't belong on pizza. Chicken does not belong on pizza. Like you, unless it's buffalo chicken. Does it? Does it taste bad? Does it taste unappealing to yeah, you? Yeah, I also don't like. Um, I don't often like chicken with pasta either. Huh? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like, you don't okay, like chicken with pasta? So, like a chicken parm, but that's like breaded chicken and all that. But like yeah. a yeah, like like a chicken dish that comes with you know with pasta, like it's over the pasta or mixed in with the pasta. No. What about a chicken yeah. and pesto pasta? Oh man, uh, that's not- like. 
that's I'm not so a, everything. No, that's yeah. pulling me out of my ramen depression. <laughs> but you would prefer a a beef dish with uh, with pasta if you were going to have meat in your pasta. Yes, correct. Okay. Kathy, <laughs> when I was a waiter, they you know I, I don't know if when you worked at a restaurant if they made a I worked a, in the coat room. Remember? Okay, but still, they <laughs> was there a lot of pesto in there <laughs> before the dinner rush rush started. The may the, I dip your jacket in pesto? <laughs> Please remove your pesto from the pockets when you drop this off. I'm sorry, Kate. No, that's all right. <laughs> I know what the show is. Uh, the uh, the chef would make a, a giant meal for everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. I was always so excited when our chef would make a, like, a penny alla vodka with, uh, with oh. chicken in it. That was like, I was like, oh, so yes, good. I'm going to eat good tonight. It's excellent. Yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. Though I do say, of, of them all, the, the pesto is my favorite. Okay, well let's uh, let's move from Popeyes over to the Shake Shack, if you will. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Oh, pesto flavored shakes. No, they've announced their new bourbon bacon cheddar burger. <laughs> burger. Mm-hmm. That seems to be right in your alley, Preston. It does. The new burger features a white cheddar cheeseburger topped with bourbon bacon jam. All right, give me everything but just the bourbon. Uh, made with uh, Maker's Mark bourbon. Oh wow! Also, also crispy shallots and shake sauce. Is um on toasted potato bun. Is that your bourbon of choice? Uh the Maker's forty six is yeah. one of the, the ones that I prefer. Yes, absolutely. Oh. Uh so the chicken sandwich features a crispy chicken breast topped with white cheddar cheese and the bourbon jam over pickles on a toasted potato bun. We're looking at a picture of it, it looks quite good. It does look delightful. They do burgers well at uh, Shake Shack. I do like those. Um all right, that was just a quickie, but here's another one. Uh let's have some dessert. Jesus Christ, I'm so hungry. I know. <laughs> Dairy Queen has announced its summer blizzard treat menu. Okay. Uh, the limited edition menu includes six blizzards, two new and four returning. The new ones are the Oreo Dirt Pie Blizzard Treat. Oh, yeah, I think we had a commercial talking about it a little bit ago because I'm hungry too, Steve. Uh, <laughs> I, I love the dirt concept. You, yeah. you guys, you know who has a really good... Um, mm. it, it's like a dirt pudding. Uh, Primo's has that. Really? Right. Well, hang yeah. on. Right. They, they've, met, they've messed this up, Steve. What did they do? Uh-oh. What did they do? DQ Vanilla Soft Serve Blended with Oreo cookie pieces, fudge crumble, and gummy worms. Oh, Get the goddamn on. gummy worms out of there. <laughs> can we can we figure out a different way to make like a worm that actually makes sense in chocolate? Make it a dark chocolate worm. I would fine. Right? I don't care. But do this this gummy application. Gummy and chocolate don't—they don't mix. Who needs to eat that much gelatin? Yeah, and and yeah, I, I, I don't think, like it. I think the reason they added it in there is because the whole dirt, dirt. thing, uh, worms, dirt. Well, I know I got worms. Yeah. Oh, do, do people are people more concerned with the accuracy of their dirt or that it tastes good? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm sorry. Right. And, there's, then, and there's 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 no matchbook covers and garbage. Then there is the caramel fudge cheesecake blizzard treat. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, I'm listening. Uh, I'm listening. DQ vanilla soft serve blended with cheesecake pieces and fudge covered salty caramel pieces. I mm-hmm. like that. Uh, the four returning varieties are Girl Scout Thin Mints, Cotton Candy, Drumstick with Peanuts. Yay! See, Cotton Candy when you when you get like it's like the gummy stuff. When you get, I yeah, don't like I don't the overly that. sweet stuff jammed into my ice cream. It's already sweet enough. Yeah, knock it uh, off. And then you have the. How do we make this worse for you? The very cherry chip. That sounds good too. Uh, they are. I put radiator fluid in it too. At participating Dairy Queen locations for a limited time. So that's their new summer blizzard. You a blizzard fan? Menu. I am. I am. Yeah, I like them. And I'll, I'll try their specialty oh, ones out from time to time. Yeah, we go every, every day. day. Yeah, yeah to, uh, to Dairy Queen. I got Still? a blizzard. 
I know. I got to come over so you can buy me blizzards every single night. And I, I, I will do that. I will drive. I will spend all that gas money. So I you're, you're, like, you're liking that, Bugs Bunny. What about me, boss? What are you handing out the money? What about me? What about me, boss? I went to Dairy Queen, I think, three times this week. Uh, and the last time I went, I got research. Uh, just research. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, I get the same thing every single time. My daughter asked me why. And I'm like, because I know I like it. You know, like, yeah. and I know I'm going to like something else that I get, but I get a Reese's peanut butter cup uh, blizzard, extra Reese's. And press, you always get the vanilla cone. Yeah. Do, do you ever stray from that? Or? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'll okay. get a, I'll get shakes and and yeah. Steve was asking if I like the blizzards, but yeah. Yeah. when I'm kind of watching what I'm eating and I do want to give myself one treat, I keep it simple. I keep it small. Right. And keep uh, it real. Yeah. Keep it real. But I always ask Steve for, for extra Reese's and the last. And so a lot of times when you get to the bottom of the blizzard, you have less down there. But this time, for some reason. There was less up top and more down, but it was more concentrated at the it's, bottom. It's tough to circulate those it additional is. items through the blizzard. But you I was now you could do it in a milkshake, but yeah. to get it to permeate the the depth of your blizzard is going to be more difficult. But I was saying to my daughter as I'm eating, I'm like, there's, I asked for extra and there's not extra in here. I said, there better be more at the bottom. And there was. And I was so happy, Steve. <laughs> did, you, did you compliment the man? May, uh, may, I, may I talk to you? May I see your chef? Yes. I try. So it, yes, I, was everything to your liking, sir? I finished it by my the time I got... blizzard was extraordinary. I finished by the time I got home and I was so pleased that I, I turned around and I drove back. Wow. Just to tell him how much I was pleased with <laughs> that's, it. That's awesome. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I don't use my mouth like this often, but... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Meet me by the dumpsters. Uh, oh I found this to be very interesting. Uh, Tropicana. They, they had announced this from like a week or so ago. Like I said, we didn't get to the connoisseur last week. Uh, that They were launching a new breakfast cereal called Tropicana Crunch in honor of National Orange Juice Day, which was uh, day before yesterday. What's the flavor? The product itself is a honey almond granola-style cereal, and per the company's tweet, each box comes with a paper straw to polish off every last bit, but it won't be milk you're sipping into. No, Tropicana says the cereal is meant to be eaten in a big bowl of orange juice. They can go straight oh. to hell. <laughs> Have you ever known anyone... Yeah. Who has cereal with orange juice? Because I do. Uh, yeah, really? a yeah. college buddy. He that's how he preferred it, and uh, I, I never got it. It, it was always gross to me. I was it because he was staying away from uh, milk, lactose, you and know stuff what? like that? Oh. Because that's the person yeah. that I knew was very health conscious, and they wanted to stay away. Yeah. Uh, from those, from uh, essentially mu- mucus products. That's exactly what it was, and yeah. um, but I still think he's wrong. Okay, <laughs> I will tell I you, would this. never do it. Yeah. Just, to me, there, that that you get a horrible taste in your mouth if you go, go from a cereal. To orange juice. Yeah. But what if you had a, like, because you guys like cream sickles, right? Yeah, I do uh, not. That combines both. I love them. What if you had a vanilla-based sort of cereal that uh, you use? I could I could see that. I couldn't do, like, I don't a like the cream sickle taste case. I don't like the orange Julius. I don't, oh, like, no. I don't, I don't like any really? of that. How about oh. uh, the, the Rita's uh, Gelati or Blendinis? No. no. Okay. See, no. I love those. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Mm. So it might work. You know, it, it might what work. If, what if you put in champagne and made it <laughs> <laughs> mimosa cereal? Yeah. Uh, that mean, actually could be better. Right? Uh, so it says here, uh, even though it's surprising 20% of Americans might already eat their cereal with a splash of orange juice instead of milk, according to the Kellogg survey from 2015, many social media commenters were a bit skeptical of Tropicana's new citrusy breakfast. Yeah, offer. put me in that list. Why do they always include a, a um, joyous picture of the thing that you're eating Seemingly yeah. delighted that you're... There's a picture of an orange on the box. Smiling. It's like, 
This, you murdered my family. Yeah. Well, the the ultimate uh, campaign that picked up on that and ran with it with it was uh, Chick Fil A when they put the cows up. Yeah, it's great. They they great. certainly acknowledge yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. M and M's is sort of going the opposite way where they don't want to be eaten, but this orange is saying "suck me beautiful." <laughs> <laughs> Suck me beautiful. All right, one more thing, uh, probably since we have uh, an interview coming up in the next segment too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go with this one. Uh, and. I'm not sure what to think about this. Heinz is trying to affect how you enjoy a burger with its new Heinz Dip and Crunch. Heinz Dip and Crunch. Yeah. Isn't that the dance from Legally Blonde? No, that was the, what was that called? Uh, bend and Snap. Bend and Snap. Okay. Uh, each package of the item contains a mayo-based sauce in one of two flavors yeah. and crisp potato crunchers. And the idea is you dip your burger into the sauce, either oh, yeah. secret sauce or spicy flavored, and then into the crunchers. Okay. And uh, then you eat your yeah. burger. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. It. I'll try yeah. this. You're in? Yeah. Yeah, it's or like at least it's... trying it. No, I'm yeah. I'll, I'll try, and if it sucks, I won't go back. But uh, Bobby's Burger Palace—they have a crunch burger, you know, essentially where they put potato chips inside the burger. Okay, and they do have a and the special sauce is is you know a growing trend with the cheeseburgers, uh, and and I'm down with that as well. So yeah, Nick, I'm with you, man. I'll, I'll try it. I like crunch on my sushi. Uh, I like crunch on the, you know I like a, an onion crunch on the burger. So yeah, this this looks pretty good to me. The special sauce on cheeseburgers is a is a tr- growing trend. Yeah, you'll see it. It's like uh, this. Uh, I don't even know. Like uh, it's this like a, thing. And, 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 the cheese and the buns and the rolls. Yeah, it's a like a light orange sort of sauce. Where are you seeing this? Uh, I think I, that the there have always been secret sauces. Yeah, but this particular sauce, like uh, the Burger Buff guy has his secret sauce, Freddy's has their secret sauce. Is it like a yeah, Thousand Island? No, the that's that's the Big Mac sauce. Yeah. Well, and, and maybe that was the but one that's their secret it. sauce. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's what this is. I'm, I'm seeing it more and are more. Are you saying they're days. the same thing? Very similar okay. in, in right. taste. Uh. Generally, it's usually now called an aioli. Okay. Yes, and, and and that's usually what it is. This mayo-based sauce, whether they put they add a little some type of a tomato flavor to it, yeah. or, or a mustardy flavor, or something like that, or garlic, or whatever. And if you want to call it a secret sauce, you can call it a secret sauce. If you want to call it an aioli, you can call it. If you want to call it mayo, you can call it mayo. Just don't call me late for dinner. That's right, sir. <laughs> All right, we're wrapping up. We're closing up the restaurant. We're it is strong down. with aioli. Yep. Uh, and as we do that. A reminder that we still have a clip we're going to play at some point oh, yeah. from a Keenan's moment. And it could end up with you getting a cut the line pass and also your own table to have for the morning. Uh, so we'll play that in a bit. And you got to be the 27th caller when you hear that. Real quick, I got John who's been on hold for a little while here. Let me go to him. Hey, John, good morning. You're on the air. Hey, Preston, Steve, how you doing? Great. Doing What's well, up, man? John? Hey, uh, just want to let you know, I've, I'm a 10-year veteran in Iraq, and, uh, Army veteran, did two tours of Iraq, one tour of Afghanistan. I live in Kansas City. I'm heading back there because uh, my grandfather passed away and oh. stuff. But uh, um, I listen to you guys in Iraq, Afghanistan, Kyrgyzstan, Kuwait, uh, Germany, when I was stationed there for three years. Oh. I'm, I'm going to put it this way. There's not even a close second place morning radio show, guys, compared to you guys. Oh, thank uh, you so much, man. Thanks, John. Yeah. Yeah, and me and my wife, Alicia, we love you guys, especially Steve, especially when you're doing the whole bear thing. My, son, my oldest son. Doing <laughs> Thank you, man. 
Um, I just want to say, keep it up. I'll be listening to you guys out there in Kansas City, listening to barbecue, missing my wah wah all the time. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man. So. Well, John, that's awesome, John. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sorry about uh, why you're traveling, but uh, we do appreciate you taking us along, man. Yeah, love you guys, brother. Uh, I love you, brother. That's tremendous, man. Isn't that nice to hear. Guy goes always, you know, uh, fighting for us, and he's thanking us for doing, you know, love it. Aoli like, conversation. <laughs> uh, we have to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay close. We got more guests. We got more giveaways coming up. Test one, two. Barn door. Low-hanging fruit. Third leg of the stool. Dog like Bill West today, 2022 is coming on. But with the Daily Rush, you can celebrate it every day. Watch highlights from our Who Said It Besting game, including an appearance on the man about town himself. Oh, you're going to love him. Videos posted on PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, Santa's got to go. Our next guest is on the line, ready to chat. And uh, you, if you watch Ozark, you certainly know from that. And we yes. were just talking about Iron Fist off air. Yes, well. it was great. Uh, now you need to get to know him in Outer Range, which is on Amazon Prime. The whole first season is there for the uh, uh, the taking. Please welcome Mr. Tom Pelfrey. Yeah. This morning, hey Tom. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I got to say it. It really does the heart good. I got to catch the tail end there at the New Jersey traffic report. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what, part of, what part of Jersey uh, are you from, Tom? I'm from a town called Howell in New Jersey. Uh, what county is that one in? Monmouth County. So okay. okay. All right. you know, kind of right in the center of the state, right, right by the Jersey Shore. Okay. All right. Yeah, I knew that you were from Jersey. And, and Tom... Uh, uh, I just I wanted to let you know that I uh, I tweeted at you at the end of um, Ozark season number three, uh, and I tweeted at you because uh, I thought your performance was just amazing. And I don't normally do anything like that. I don't like tweet at celebrities or whatever. But I was just so taken back by by how amazing your performance was at that season. And I had said to you, I said if you were not nominated for an Emmy, Golden Globe, or whatever, it's a complete and total travesty. And you weren't. And I just wanted to, like, I don't know if you ended up seeing that tweet. You probably didn't. But I wanted to tell you, like, you know, uh, personally that, like, your performance was amazing. And, and you not even being nominated was absolute uh, crap. Was crap, yeah. <laughs> well, thank thank you so much. I, I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, I have to say, uh, given given, you know, just all of it. I, I the the things that I did end up getting out of out of Ozark, as if I needed anything more, have uh, have far outweighed any 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 benefit I, I would have had from an award. I, I appreciate you saying that, but it's really opened a lot of doors for me. And so, uh, yeah, that was that was disappointing for a minute there. I I, I made the mistake of. Believing everyone telling me that it would happen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to them. You should always avoid at all costs. But um, the thing that I love the most it really is 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 being on the job and being at work and doing the work. And That's it. I, I, I've never felt as fulfilled and challenged and rewarded as I did when I was filming Ozark and uh, the the sort of uh, you know. The, the benefits of that have, have just continued to, to pay off. And so I'm I'm so grateful that that job gave me so much. Well, there's so many, I mean, listen, everyone tells this story of how, how many legendary actors and actresses, you know, didn't get awards and that Citizen Kane, you know, uh, all, all of all of the history, uh, Orson Welles overlooked it. Yeah. But, but again, really, you're saying a lot of what we've said over the years is to having the job, being able to do what you love, that's, you've already won. 
Yes, yes. I mean, and that that's the thing that's you you sort of learn over the years when I'm, when you're younger, you know, for me anyway, there was a lot of struggle and a lot of disappointment and a lot of heartbreak and being told no and and you 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 get to a crossroads where you have to sort of make a decision if you want to keep doing it and maintain your, you know, sanity that you sort of say like, okay, I need to focus on what I can control and what I can control. And, and actually the only part of this I really love is, is the work, is yeah. the job. You know, I can control how I show up. I can control how I prepare. I can, I can control those things. And the more you put the focus there, or for me anyway, the, the, the better, the better everything has gotten. Well, I- because there is so much that's out of your control, what, whether good or bad. It's true. It's true. And besides Ozark, of course, Preston mentioned Outer Range, which I, I knew I wanted to watch because, I, uh, listen, I, I, I love Josh Brolin. I love, I love you know, uh, all of the uh, the stuff that I was hearing about it. But it was only on further inspection, and Casey had started, has started watching it before I did. It's got, it's got um, uh, cool aspects to it that might make it sort of problematic to explain exactly what it is to other people. Um, so I'll let you have at it. It, it. Tell people what Outer Range is about. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you like this, that when before we started filming, I got to read all, all eight scripts, and I was blown away, and cool. simultaneously I thought, how the hell... <laughs> are we going to film this? (laughs) Like, how the hell are we going to make this work? Because the show seemed like everything. It was mysterious and magical and dangerous. And that action, I was moved by it. I was laughing out loud at so many of the characters. And I'm like, this is, this is everything I would want, but how the hell does it fit together? How do you actually film it? And I said to Brian Watkins, the showrunner, the creator, I said, Brian, this is, this is home run. Or strike out. Yeah. Like, we don't get to get a base hit with this. Because if we get a base hit, we've failed. Like, the show's too weird. Like, it, it, it either has to be really well done. And then, you know, enough time passes after you film it. And I felt really good filming it. And enough time passes, you can kind of watch it as an audience member. as just someone who maybe, as much as you can objectively, just kind of taking the show. And, man... I'm so proud of it, and and I'm just a tiny part of that. So I'm sort of bragging for everyone else, but like everyone really did a great job, and the show is is excellent. Well, I you, think. you and, know, and it's, you know what's cool about it, Thomas, is that it, so? I, I saw one thumbnail description that I think kind of gets it a little bit. It was described as a mystery sci-fi part neo-western family drama. <laughs> so there, it is. there you go. <laughs> Uh, but it, it has, and there's something about um, you know that the, the family aspect. You are your your character is very troubled. Explain who your character is and, and what he is facing. Uh, it, things aren't good right from the get go for him. It, that's exactly right. Yeah. So I play Perry Abbott, and and the and the the show centers around the Abbott family, and we're we're in uh, the show set in modern day, and it we're a ranch family. Uh, we we run a family ranch out in Wyoming, and Josh Brolin plays my dad. Royal Lily Taylor plays my mom, and uh, Lewis Pullman plays plays my brother. And when we start the show, Perry, my character has a young daughter and his wife is missing and she has been missing for nine months. And so we sort of enter this, this world where this man, this character I play Perry is, is kind of, is kind of heartbroken. 
Um, no one knows what happened to her. No one knows if she's alive or not. No one knows anything about her disappearance. Um, and sort of the audience is left wondering how much Perry does or doesn't know. And so, you know, we come into this this world with this man kind of already a bit broken. Very quickly things escalate. We find out that the FBI is going to stop the search for his wife. And then he goes out with his brother and, and uh, gets pretty drunk at a bar and is confronted by someone about his wife at the exact wrong moment and and all hell breaks yeah yeah. And so, the, but there's 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 weirdness, and there's you know there's also there's you know if you're a fan of anything having to do with these wide open spaces and things from everything and you know UFOs and catamutilation and 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 time warps and the, I I see a whole panacea of potential here you know for I don't know where it's going but I love that um, you know and, and so uh, is that you've seen all eight scripts do you feel we get clued in enough to, because you know you go on these journeys and you hope you're going to get what you want to find out yes yes right. you you absolutely will and i'll say this because brian who created the show is is an old buddy of mine he's a new york playwright i've known him for years and like he he understands that if if you guys will hang in there with him he's not gonna send you home disappointed <laughs> but he is gonna he is gonna wait <laughs> Okay. All right. right. I don't mind that. All right. Just get us there. That's Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, season one is out, out of range on Amazon Prime. We know you got to run, but Tom, you going to get to the short all this summer, you think? Oh, man, of course. Excellent. I always do. I always do. All my family still lives in Jersey. I'm still friends with all the guys that, that I grew up with. Some of them I've known since I was three, and so... I'm always I'm always at home seeing them and and staying connected to that nice. place. You have to come in. You have to come in if you're yeah, in the you area. Swing through Philly if you can. We'd love to have you in sometime. Oh, hell yeah. Love Philly. <laughs> Excellent, man. Too long. Excellent. All right, Tom, take care, bud. Good luck with everything. Tom Pelfrey, guys. Yeah. Take care. Bud. Outer range on Amazon Prime. Seems like a nice dude, man. Yeah, I like in that. case he's right, he is. He is a. Um, I haven't watched Ozark, but um, uh, Iron Fist and and on this, he's. Uh, He's one of those guys where your eyes are sort of drawn to him on screen, correct? It's, yeah. It's funny how you consume content these days, too, because I watched an episode of the second half of the way we have to do. I know we have to do the uh, yep. thing, President. I'm sorry. Um, but I, I watched the, the second half, an episode from the second half of uh, Ozark last night, and he showed up in it. And I was surprised that he showed up in it uh, because of what happened to him in season three. Um, but, like... I was like, oh, my God, we're talking to that guy tomorrow, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, he's, yeah. he's a great actor and a really nice dude. All right, Case, not Wildwood Days. Okay, we're going to do the other we one? We need to do the okay. other one. We've got uh, we got a stack of sounds to play, and this is the one I want to do now. Now, here's your concert cash keyword. It's contest. That's the word, C-O-N-T-E-S-T. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do that. Uh, special contest short code, which is 45911, or to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry uh, wins $500 in this company-wide contest, and all MMR winners receive two free tickets to the MMRBQ. Winners get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you answer her phone. Are you laughing at I'll tell you in a minute. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. It's sponsored by AAA Distributor. Again, the word is contest. Good luck to you. So as I spell these words out, <laughs> uh, I sometimes take a quick look at a word and analyze it like I never have before. C-O-N-T. 
T E S T. So that's two words. Con and test. test. Yeah. So is a contest a test to see if something is legitimate or not? A con test? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know why I was thinking of that. Okay. I had never really broken down the word contest before. Or or you can go contest. Contest is to yes. Or co test. Co <laughs> or Cion test. You could do that too. Uh I think or, you can find or the cont est. <laughs> Watch it. I know. Mm-hmm. Flirting. Mm-hmm. Uh, flirting on the edge, barn door. <laughs> C word. <laughs> Bill was not happy about discharge the other day, by the way. No. Oh, he wasn't? I mean, we, were, we were doing it pretty well, though. Yeah. It was the repetition. That's he yeah. the repetition. But dis- listen, honestly, stop and think about it for Christ's sake. Oh, I know. The like word discharge? You're preaching yes. in the choir. I know. Uh, he wasn't all freaked out. No, no, no. He's, he's cool. In fact, uh, all right. we, we'll do it nine times more now. <laughs> Nick found the etymology of the word. It's French contester. Ah, uh, which so, means... To call to witness. To call to witness. Yes. Hey, did, no, I don't want to jump off on a tangent here. Yeah, go ahead. Oh. Did you watch Jeopardy last night? I did not. So, Matea, the um, mm-hmm. um, the the champion, has been going... She's great. She's awesome. She's going to have a long run. I thought last night... Nick, did you watch? I did not. I thought she was. I thought it was over, and she pulled out a, a thing last minute at the ending, which was oh, final Jeopardy. I thought she, I, I said to turn to my wife and said she's out. She's yeah, it, it's over. Okay. And your final Jeopardy had all turned around, and that's why that show is so. Buzz it is over. No, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she got it. Uh, hey, listen quickly. I'm sorry, Casey. Thank you for pointing this out. But we did have a contest going earlier because we played a clip. We did. We oh. played a clip from uh, Keenan's Irish Pub, and we were looking for caller number 27. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Marty. Hey, hey, Marty. hey Marty. Hey, Marty. There he is. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> How you doing, Marty? Great now that I just won that. Yeah, dude, you got the hookup. You were going to be now. By the way, have you ever been to our party at uh, Keenan's in North Wildwood? I have not, but I was actually talking to a coworker today and telling him about how I went to one of your painfully single mixes at the Note back in two thousand. No, oh, oh wow. my God, oh, in Westchester. Westchester. That was Bam's oh, old yeah. place. Yeah. I, I, mixer there? I forgot we did a mixer there. We did. Yeah, wow. There's some unflattering photos of me on there too. I'm sure. Well, we're gonna have some new ones to add when you were there at Keenan's Irish Pub on the 27th. Uh, but you get the hookup, a first-time ever attendee. You're going to get, number one, cut the line, so you don't have to wait in line. And then we're going to give you your own table for you and three people, so you guys will have a home base. It'll be yours. We'll give you a bucket of Coors Light and a case of Coors Light to go uh, when you're done there for the day. All right, my man? That's great. Thank you guys so much. You bet. Congratulations. And hang on the line. We'll make sure we get your information. So let me let me play the, the, the short clip again. This was the sounder that we played earlier. Three, two, one. Watch the tram car, please. And then <laughs> this is how the whole thing, or at least a, a more extended uh, bite of that went. Here we go. Three, two, one. Watch the tram car, please. Here we go. You guys are doing it. He got the first course light. First course light. Six all together. Watch out for the ceiling fans. Yes. Move them that way. You're going the wrong way. All right, but they can do it. They're short, squatting, strong, Preston. It's like a wave. He's doing good. He's doing great. He's coming around. He's coming around. He's coming around to the final can here. Bring him back. Bring him back. Bring him back this way. Oh, my God. Come on. Come on. Come on. Work is a credit. He almost fell. And uh, I love watch the ceiling fans. 
<laughs> we had to. They were literally oh decapitated them. That's how high up they're yeah, holding yeah, yeah. this person. And uh, we had this essentially a makeshift tram car. It's it's a, a, a like a Rubbermaid tub. Yeah. That we put yellow and blue tape on to simulate as if it were one of the tram cars <laughs> on the boardwalk because only the best for us. Yeah. And we were having them essentially crowd surfing is what we do, and the crowd. <laughs> Uh, hands these people around, and they have a, a certain area that they have to traverse within the club. And there are ceiling fans <laughs> spinning, and they almost get hit by it's hilarious. Them. Oh my! It's God. okay. She has a helmet on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. We tell ourselves. <laughs> I love doing that event. It is so much fun. Uh, and and that particular contest is a blast too. All right. So Coors Light, our sponsor. Details about it all. WMMR.com. We need to do the bizarre fire. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. I felt like Cosby first thing. They said, we need to do the Bizarre Files. and everyone wins. All right, it's brought to you by Coors Light. And the President and Steve show is headed to Keenan's in North Wildwood. Friday, May 27th, as I said, to officially open the Jersey Shore. Be there starting at 6 a.m. It's brought to you by Coors Light Made to chill. All right. So, wow, this is a, a crazy story of, of uh, survival. Uh, a Wisconsin man is sharing his recovery story after he miraculously survived being shot 15 times in Minneapolis last year. How do you survive yeah. getting shot 15 times? Gabe Tauscher uh, continues to defy odds. And now 30-year-old spent 85 days in the hospital. And to this day, three of the 15 bullets remain in his body. Oh. Wow. Uh, he said, the more I talk about it, the easier it is to deal with uh, and to work through. But it isn't easy to put into words the suffering that his body went through. He said, every nerve that had been cut was screaming. He said, the last few shots I got actually felt more like burns than anything. Again, that's the that's what some people don't realize. Is sometimes people get a shot and you'll hear you know, that it wasn't fatal yeah. or they weren't even critical. That doesn't mean that they weren't in extreme pain because of the nerve damage that can happen. What it tears up as it enters you. (laughs) Yep. The shooting happens at a group of apartments. He said uh, he had three bullets to the left hip. One got me in the back of the left foot, one in each butt cheek, and I've got four-ish in my left arm, he said. So Uh, so no torso strikes? No, no, I guess not. miraculous. Uh, Tauscher was surprised he's even alive. He said, I I know there's a lot of luck, a little bit of skill, maybe some divine intervention. You're so lucky. In his fight to live, he says he needed 20 pints of blood or about twice the amount of the average person. And what followed was a long uphill battle to get back on his two feet. The bullets left his body covered in, left his body covered in holes, but without any brain or spinal injuries, he's grateful for that in his second <laughs> chance at life. What are the odds? He said it's definitely made some colors a little brighter and some food taste a little better. You know, so so if you, oh maybe it's worth getting shot fifteen. Yeah, times maybe if you get yeah. better tasting this food. buffalo chicken pizza never tasted better. Uh, so he says he doesn't hold any resentment towards the man who shot him in an exchange of gunfire. So they were both shooting. Oh. A man who he says was an ex-boyfriend of the girl that Tosher was dating at the time. And that suspect died after um, uh, a police chase during which he was reported shooting a gun at officers and ultimately turned the gun on himself. So, pretty wild story. I never heard of somebody getting hit 15 times no, no. in a living. Wow. Uh, as if being tested for COVID-19 weren't unpleasant enough, employees at a COVID-19 testing facility in Sydney, Australia had to close after a number of red-bellied black snakes were spotted there. One snake was filmed slithering across the parking lot before Australian snake catcher owner uh, Sean Cade 
captured it using a wheelbarrow and a hook. Kate says multiple sightings of the snakes aren't unusual for this time of year. But he also added that white while red-bellied black snakes are venomous, bites are rare due to the reptile's docile nature. Wouldn't it suck that you're in Australia, you get COVID and die, and you miss out on all the other things that are waiting to kill you? (laughs) All the potential snake bites. Uh, He released the snake and then he caught into more appropriate spot. A 23-year-old man featured in a video that went viral after he groped two flight attendants, punched a third, screamed his screamed at his parents had uh, two million dollars or screamed that his parents had two million dollars oh, yeah. and was duct taped to a seat uh, of a frontier airlines flight was sentenced Tuesday to 60 days in jail followed by one year of supervised release I'm so rich I fly frontier uh, <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> I got millions I got millions. Max Berry pleaded guilty to three counts of assault within maritime and territorial jurisdiction, faced one and a half years and fifteen thousand dollars fine. Uh, he had been taking uh, drinking on a Frontier's air flight for, in August from Philadelphia to Miami mm-hmm. when he spilled his drink on himself and a flight attendant. Barry went into the bathroom and he came out without his shirt on. <laughs> what did I forget? Uh, as flight attendants tried to help him, he groped them. A flight, uh, uh, a fight ensued, and Barry was eventually restrained with duct tape. The incident racked up more than 13 million views online. I joined the Half Mile High Club. I spanked it. Uh, in court, uh, Barry apologized to, uh, took full responsibility for his actions and explained how he had been remorseful mm. from the very start. I'm sorry. Uh, two of the flight attendants gave uh, victim impact statements about how this experience has affected them. After the hearing, both victims said that uh, the 60-day sentence was not enough, but better than nothing. In Georgia, police have arrested a woman accused of shooting a 17-year-old in the face during a road rage incident. Police said the victim was riding in the front passenger seat of a car traveling eastbound on I-20 when a woman in a black sedan pulled up alongside the vehicle and fired a shot. The shooter then exited. A passenger in the victim's car was able to take a photo of the woman. The victim, Ashlyn Crouch, is being treated at a local hospital, is expected to be released. But Griffith turned herself in Sunday night. Detectives learned that they're the suspect's three children, who were ages four to nine, were in the car with her at the time of the shooting. Uh, Griffith has been charged with four counts of aggravated assault, three counts of cruelty to children, and one of possession of a firearm during commission of a felony. Uh, her mother, or Crouch's mother, who is the um, the victim, uh, Diana is her name, said uh, she couldn't believe what Griffith did to her child or what she did afterward. Uh, Jusen, uh, Judge Susan, not Jusen, <laughs> Judge Susan Camp said Griffith went to get her nails done right after the shooting. Jusen, may I approach the bench? <laughs> Uh, so she went to get her nails done. Oh, my okay. God. Uh, and Crouch said, that just blows my mind. That makes me think that she had no remorse. No uh, remorse? Ashlyn Crouch told her mother that the car she was riding in accident. Weston for the prosecution. Accidentally cut Griffith off, and wow. she shot them the bird, and they shot back, Crouch said. And she's doing all this with her own kids in the car. Yeah. Insane. Ashlyn was shot behind the ear, and it came out through the side of her right eye. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay, kids, headphone, headphone hands. Wow, that's messed up. All right, and that's it. That's all we have time for in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a break. Come back. We're going to test your knowledge. Today's program, Lesson Question, Trash, Music News. Those things are coming up next. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's it. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. 
Open the Acme app, flip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's not fancy. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Preston and Steve Show on... A Friday morning, we'll be giving away our Word of the Week prize in just a little bit. So don't you fret. You've been hanging on to those letters. We'll collect them and from you. And if you have the correct word, you win the prize. But in the meantime, we've got something else to give away. Yes, we are going to give away for the last in question a four-pack of tickets to see Harry Potter, the exhibition, which is at the Franklin Institute. The question I need to know from you is... What did Patrick Swayze use to kill Jennifer Gray's dog? Two one five two six three. That's a terrible story. WMMR. He didn't really do it. But what did Patrick Swayze use to kill Jennifer Gray? What did we say? Uh, not not her. The dog. No no yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, she's still alive. Yeah. Made it. He's dead. Yeah yeah. 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 So, so it's so kind of funny. It'd right. be the other way around. Kind of funny how that worked out, right? Yeah. What did Patrick Swayze use to kill Jennifer Gray's dog? All right. Call now if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. They'll take care of all your plumbing needs the same day or it's free. Plus, get up to $100 off. Book in seconds at horizonservices.com slash EZ book. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, TikTok star Addison Ray revealing that the Michael Kors gown she wore to the Met Gala took over 350 hours to hand embroider. Oh my. Ray says words can't describe how grateful she is to those Vietnamese children in that Saigon sweatshop. Oh ASAP Rocky takes a dig at his girlfriend Rihanna's ex Chris Brown in a new song in which he raps, quote, I don't beat my bitch, I need my bitch. ASAP Rocky says he's sick of toxic masculinity and thinks it's time men learn to start respecting their bitches. <laughs> And finally, Kim Kardashian's trainer, Don A. Matrix, Matrix says Kim lost 16 pounds to fit into that Marilyn Monroe gown, but did it under his supervision. Matrix says Kim achieved the quick weight loss the right way by drinking pine salt and eating sawdust. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood All right, we will uh, look for a winner out there and see if somebody knows the answer to this question. What did Patrick Swayze use to kill Jennifer Gray's dog? <laughs> 215263. Excuse me, WMMR. We have Andy on the line. Hey, Andy, good morning. Will you? <laughs> and uh, let's see. If you have the answer, what did Patrick Swayze use to kill Jennifer Gray's dog? A nail gun. Will you? That is correct. Yeah. Hang on just a second, Andy. We're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets for Harry Potter, the exhibition. At the Franklin Institute, this groundbreaking exhibition celebrates the iconic moments, characters, settings, and beasts as seen in the films and stories of Harry Potter and the Wizarding World. You can use best-in-class immersive, or they do use best-in-class uh, immersive design and technology, and tickets are on sale now at fi.edu. Now, Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. Just, uh, oh, no, I do have No, I spaced okay. that. Holy crap. Oh. All right, so the sponsor here, uh, the music news <laughs> yeah. brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. <laughs> Mother's Day is almost here, and whether you're shopping for your mom, your wife, or your daughter, whoever it might be, Family and Company Jewelers has the best selection. Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination. We put the uh in you. That's what they do. <laughs> Will you? 
Uh, Motley Crue is the subject, subject of a new stage play that will be premiering next month at the Hollywood Fringe Festival. Uh, premiering at the Flight Theater at the Complex Hollywood on June 4th is The Crew, a completely unauthorized play about the world's most notorious rock band, Underneath the Dirt Lies the Truth. So that's the whole title of this All one. right. Per the play's listing on a Hollywood Fringe website, Motley Crue are largely remembered today as the unrepentant, decadent sleaze kings of the Sunset Strip. Uh, the ultimate hair metal band who did more drugs, had more sex, and got into more trouble than anyone else sent before or since. But their actual story is far more interesting, disturbing, and inspiring than is widely remembered. And as they stood on the edge of becoming one of the biggest bands in the world, for one brief shining moment, all things were possible. Neither a hatchet job nor a snow job. The crew is an in- intimate look at Nikki Six and the band he built into a cultural phenomenon. Did you finish off uh, Pam and Tommy? No. Okay. Did you? Yes. Okay. It was good. I watched, I think, three episodes. Yes. I'll eventually get around to it. And I'll get around the four or five other shows. <laughs> I stopped at two or three episodes uh, in as it's well. It's good. Uh, it, it, it definitely paints uh, Pam in a uh, in a very favorable light. In addition to its June 4th premiere of the play, also has uh, show dates in uh, June 11th, 18th, 19th, and 25th. And complete details can be found at HollywoodFringe.org. I just have one more story, and that's right. it. Dolly Parton shared in a new interview uh, that she's interested in working with the Rolling Stones on a potential rock album. Parton, of course, was just announced as one of the artists in the induction class of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The iconic singer-songwriter made headlines in March when she requested to withdraw her nomination from the Rock Hall. When asked by Billboard which rock stars, which artists influenced her, uh, she said, I love the Rolling Stones. I've always wanted to do the song Satisfaction. Wow. It's one of my husband's favorite songs. And she said, yeah, I love Mick. And I love Satisfaction, and I'm hoping we're both around long enough when I get to doing this record <laughs> that he'll come sing with me, and I may have to use the Rolling Stones to play behind me. That's pretty cool. Uh, she said, I might do something like that, try to get some different rock bands, some of the classic bands to back me on some of the songs that I do, and then do two or three or four originals. And I'd like to get in with uh, some of the great rock groups and do some things, but I've been working so hard on so many things that I've got to overcome this so-called controversy, which I never meant to be meant it to be that. So now I'm in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, so I'm going to have to do a rock album at some <laughs> point, uh, and now I may have to call my album Rock Star. So she's definitely more great. She wants to make good on it. Yes. She wants to earn her keep. I, which I think you is know? really admirable. It's excellent. What if she could get Mick to show up at the Rock and Roll induction ceremony? To sing then, you know? That'd be cool. That'd be po- it's, it's possible. Yeah. Why not? All right, and that's it. That's all I have. I need music. you to stop talking. Because <laughs> <laughs> Santa's got to go. Yeah, Santa's got to go. That's all there's to it. Santa's got to go. All right, so let's take a break. We'll come back in a second. <laughs> Sometimes Bill's voice is crazy. This is great. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back in a second. We'll wrap up the show. Word of the Week prize. We're going to give that away when we return. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch the Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
If I may just uh, uh, speak to that, Preston, it's a rain or shine event for the Walk a Mile event tomorrow, and yes. that's completely fine. It won't be a problem whatsoever uh, because there, there's, there's, listen, if you're out in the rain, that's fine, but also the event takes place under the protection of, have, of a, uh, uh, it's a parking garage. Yep. So it's in there, and we'll be good to go, and all the information is on PrestonSteve.com. We've done it before on days yep. like that. That's we can fine. do it as well. So, uh, yeah, please uh, sign up, help out Laura House. Great organization, and Steve will be there in my stead. I appreciate that again, Steve. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Uh, and I want to thank other people. Thank you to Jesus Trejo, who hey. came by this morning. Uh, Punchline Philly tonight and tomorrow. You can get tickets at PunchlinePhilly.com. Very nice guy. It was cool to have him on. And uh, so was Tom Pelfrey. Yes. Uh, he, Very cool. He, you may know him from Ozark, but uh, he's also got a new show out called Outer Range. It's on Prime. The whole first season is available. Uh, he's from Jersey. He was just stoked to talk to us yeah. just being in this area. He seems like a really good guy. In case he was, and you guys were going on about what an amazing actor he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, so that was cool to have him on as well. And uh, everybody else that jumped in and joined in on the program as well. Pierre Robert is here. Hey, man. Good day. Um, I, I don't like to pull back the curtain that often uh, of, of inner things, but Steve, uh, when you were reading the Dunkin' Donuts commercial uh, and um, you said... I don't know where, quite where they're going with it. <laughs> oh, my. I almost drove off the road. Uh, thanks. It, it was because, I mean, sometimes the the sales folks who write them come up with this creative or lofty wording. Yes. And uh, when we're reading them, sometimes um, it goes, oh, are you talking about a sunrise or a sunset? And how's the coffee tie into that exactly? And Yeah. It, you, and it was just brilliant and hysterical. I don't quite know where they're going with this, but at any rate, this is a fine coffee, and that's it. And that's it, is, yeah, right. that's and, yeah. it was, ju- it was. I just loved. it. Oh, thank you. Mere moments. <laughs> Mere you know, moments. Well, you know, so, you know, I've heard very rarely do I hear any of you laugh during a lot we call a live read when a live commercial is read, but every so often something will throw one of you off, yeah. and you'll get on a little giggle. And I can catch it, and the listeners can catch it, too. And it, I, it people enjoy that. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Excellent. All right, shall we do the letter, my man? Let's roll it. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. K as in kite. Nice day to fly a kite. All right, we'll take caller number three, and we will set you up with the Word of the Week prize. If you can tell us what that Word of the Week is, 215-263-WMMR, that is... Is the number so call and uh, let's see if you can get it. Uh, what do you have in store for the masses today, my man? Well, more opportunities for concert cash at noon and two. Uh, more tickets for the Who coming soon, May twentieth, uh, at the Big Joint and uh, workforce blocks of the Foo Fighters and Bob Seger for his birthday today. And uh, it, as it is Mother's Day, we will do a thematic block of mother songs. Uh, or not, you know, Sunday's Mother's Day. So right. we will do Very a nice. block yes. of mother songs. Yes. So, Excellent. And the weekend calendar and Pierre's Planner and all the other good things that make Friday a Friday. I love that. Mark, Thank you. Coming up shortly, it will all be here for you, my friend. In the meantime, we're going to get our winner. We were looking for the third caller. And I see someone on hold. But here we go. Yeah, let's go to uh, Craig and see if we can get a winner. Hi, Craig. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Craig, do you know the word of the week? Yeah, it's Brick. Great day in the morning! Brick is correct, sir. Hang on. We'll get your... Wait, first let me tell you what you got. All right, we have a <laughs> summer concert ticket passport, man. We're going to give you four tickets each of these wow. shows, part of the Live Nation Concert Week, the MMRBQ. So you're going to go to that, four tickets, Coheed and Cambria, the Black Keys, 
and also the Killers. You're set to go, man. Your concert season is taken care of. Nice. I'm so excited. Excellent, buddy. Hang on the line. Now we'll get your information. Don't forget, you can get $25 all-in tickets to more than 3,700 concerts nationwide for one week only. It's happening right now, and it goes through Tuesday. You can visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week for details. Thank you so much to the people that sponsor this program, and they are as follows. Acme from city to shore. Acme has everything that you need to prep for the summer season. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill. Please enjoy responsibly, and also brought to you by Trinity Rehab, with locations all over and now open in King of Prussia, trinity-rehab.com. Next week on our program, we have The Warning, the uh, the group that we played. It's the uh, power trio, these ladies, uh, Mex- yeah. Mexican gals. Very cool. Playing some seriously heavy music. Very cool. They're stopping in to perform with us. Uh, we're also going to have uh, Adam Weiner of uh, Low Cut Connie yeah. on the program, and they're playing the MM Barbecue. Yeah, I think it's Weiner. I think it's is it Weiner? I think okay. Adam Weiner will be joining us, and uh, Felt Face yeah. will be here as well. Are yeah. you kidding? Felt Face? Yeah. You not? Dude, I have worshipped him yeah. ever since his face first felted in, yeah. in our studio. He will be here feeling your felted face. So Excellent. You'll have to come in early for that one. Thank you. All right, that is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great weekend. And we'll see you later, guys. Bye-bye. WMMR. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the bat ba 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 ba